So, Corvosa. Great place, isn't it? Lovely place. Before we get in there, can I ask a question? No. Where's the pocket guide? It's a wonderful city <laughs> with no problems that has caused us no stress whatsoever. Hmm. Everything has been great. Yep. It's a wonderful place to live. What have we dealt with so far? The king was, well, unfortunately lost. Yeah. Uh, which theoretically now seems like it may very well have been an assassination. Poisoned. And then ah. the city... An artist did it, apparently. Very fell apart. Lead paint. We've had some roving mobs. <laughs> food We've shortages. Had some food shortages. We've had the basically a general breakdown of society. Sewer monsters erupting yep. through the streets. Yeah, yep. The pipes are, uh, the channels are untended to. We've had guard deserting their posts. We've had the standing army of Corvosa all but dissolved now yep. by the new queen. The new queen. We yep. were attacked, we were attacked rip, by imps. Ripped my, my career dream. It's we so were attacked dream. by imps. Uh, let's see. What else it's went wrong? What your rock says. Just, um, just have to believe. believe it'll it's come been back. a great time. We went to a but party. But surely, yeah. after handling all of those things and even running down the uh, suspected assassin responsible for the king's death, Corvosa has run out of horrible things to do to us. This has got to be the point of coasting, right? <laughs> we get to hang out and have a good time. It can't. Well, before we get into why it's not that and it's never that, and there is no happiness in this world. Thanks to Paizo for sponsoring our show, having us here. This adventure, The Curse of the Crimson Throne, now available in a, a pocket guide, full six books, all their spy material, their appendices, all their information, a bunch of new fancy art from the anniversary edition, one really useful tome. I'm actually going to have a hard time going back from this. <laughs> I think when I go back to having to have three to six books in front of me to run things. Having to open them all up and flip back and forth. Well, the, the best part about this, and I mentioned it briefly before and I'll say it again, is things like an Age of Ashes trying to find the rules for rebuilding Citadel Altarian. Things like that. Like, was this in book one? Was this in book two? It's the circus rules for extinction curse. So you gotta get book one back out. Are we okay? I farted, I'm sorry. Oh, geez. That wasn't me, that was dirt. Base boosted. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Ever. Ah, the sounds of violence in the distance. <laughs> in the inception button, man. We're just That's what mashing it. does. That sound <laughs> So just play that every time I cast yep. it. It's like someone just plugged in an amp at max just volume. Um, but having all of the entire Adventures Appendices available just right here is freaking fantastic. The uh, All six of them together in one thing. That alone is a huge help. But Paizo was not our only sponsor here. We've got Norris Foundry with these fantastic dice. They can't decide if they love or hate the characters sitting at this table right now. It's been extremely swingy. They're they fickle. <laughs> they're very fickle. Yes, yes. I force be fickle. But they're super neat looking while they do it. They're pretty. Um, we have Sirenscape, which our uh, tech me. assistant is currently trying to get functional at the table because our speakers decided they don't want to function anymore. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys can hear it, probably, unless that's been broken while I've been doing this. But we can't hear it, and I want to hear the cool sirens game stuff. They're hearing Windows noises, so things are getting plugged in or unplugged. That's so. also sunburst. No. That's progress. <laughs> We're hearing explosions as we try to get the speakers Bzz. working here. But, I mean, again, it's not critically important. We can, we can mess with that later. 
Hey. Hey. Music. As soon as you gave up hope. I guess the secret. Every time. You <laughs> give up that last little bit of hope that you didn't know you still had. And as soon as you have let go of your dreams, everything comes together. It works every time. Really? It works on your stream? Now I can hear the stuff now. Yeah. He always has hope on his stream. That's now why I everything breaks. But as we came in, or as we come in today, as we have fallen, as we have come from these last eight episodes, we are just in our first period of calm. Almost peace as much as Corvus has had since King Andrew has passed. I would argue day, that that was like how did my horrible things day two was probably the best day. Day two, the streets were literally on fire. Yeah. No, no that after everybody rioted, day two, things were calm, but no one was doing anything because everyone was at home, I guess, hiding. Trying not to starve? Yeah, trying yeah. not to starve. <laughs> I was hiding in the closet. The city's peaceful when people are starving to yeah. death. <laughs> because now we still got people you running shut up, around. shut you stupid peasants. I don't <laughs> want to hear about your problems. <laughs> we still got people running around looking for uh, Fontaine. Oh no, my pencil broke. True. Since she was apprehended very subtly and brought back with the Hat of Disguise to Citadel Bolshevik. Best uh, magic item. The hunts have not ended quite yet. Uh, but it's not nearly as bad as things were in the immediate aftermath of King Adrid's death. Uh, the city is still not exactly great for supplies. Uh, food is still difficult to come across. Uh, very limited and expensive where you can find it. The shipping lanes are very much not up to their normal speed, but they're at least functional. And the group of you seemed to have a day without anything immediately going horribly wrong. In fact, you had just been handed with your new level 6 clearance with the Corvos and Guard a veritable stack of new fancy toys from the quartermaster was more than happy to serve you as he always is he, <laughs> ray of sunshine wonderful jolly wonderful fella. wonderful retail worker he is yeah he fit into the industry very well he's got that spirit yep so uh, you have like two or three striking runes on runestones i think and it's three three and then yeah. you've got a uh, that was just <laughs> the very beginning of the morning uh, you have a day with no immediate mission no immediate problems uh, I suppose we'll just go around. But what what are you doing? What do you need to go around? Is this are, are you all doing something? Are you heading back to your various? Oh, ways? I got plans. Need... Oh, okay. We'll start here then, Darren. What's your plans? All right. So after watching that OTU have a, a hole the size of a basketball blown into it by Rhett's gun. Yeah, what's a basketball? Huh? <laughs> the size of a the small child. <laughs> no, it's not that big. Are small, though. Children. And I was going to say grapefruit, but that's a tropical your, fruit. We probably don't have those here. The size of your head. You're a coastal city. You got shipping lanes down to, uh, I almost said Karamja, down to the bottom. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you can. What? You right. almost said what? Karamja. What is Karamja? It's RuneScape Wongi. The sea I mean, curiously Silly enough, fantasy worlds. <laughs> I know what you meant, so I guess that kind of worked. All right, oh. you know, yes, grapefruit. It's a grapefruit-sized hole in that OTU, and uh, and I want to get me one of them because then Reth let me shot shoot it the next day, and that was so cool. I didn't hit anything, but I don't care. I want one, uh, and so Darren, like a typical sixteen-year-old who just got. Shown a new toy, he wants to get one for himself. So I'm gonna to, go get one. Wants to go to the gun I want to go get a gun. The size of a pomelo. The size well, of a what? A pomelo. It's bigger than a grapefruit. 
But then that's not accurate then. You said basketball first. Grapefruit's like that big. Yeah, I, I thought better about it. Basketball is shaped like that. The hot dog just so It's a beach news, ball. It's yeah. a frisbee. A good <laughs> slash bad, I suppose. With the recent strife that the city has experienced, um, though all the bakers and butchers and people who uh, keep the lifeblood of the city flowing might be having a really difficult time with their supply, some of those slower moving and in some ways even emerging industries, uh, like your local Corvosan black powder shop, <laughs> are probably having a fantastic time mm. with sales, I imagine, as much like the crossbow, the entire purpose of the black powder firearm is to not require the kind of skill and finesse that a, even a short bow would and just be a thing that you point in the direction of the bad and then it is gone now. Uh, and one such shop not too far uh, from the southern end of the city in the Pillar Hill District uh, which is a shop of curiosities of engineering. Uh, it is not exclusively black powder and guns, but that is a decent section of what they have, uh, as well as some other interesting clockwork oddments and contraptions. They have a variety of things that you would see. None of the guns that they have on display would be quite the literal hand cannon um, <laughs> that Reth carries around. They would be an, an assortment of smaller uh, flared barrel pistols or uh, strange almost conical rifles um, some of which even have such interesting and uh, creative and ingenuitive features as like fully folding or collapsible stocks uh, for some of these longer things uh, but you would also see some more peculiar sorts uh, taking the bayonet concept perhaps to its natural conclusion uh, <laughs> there appear to be gun blades uh, full swords whose handles have largely been replaced with the mechanisms of a, a small black powder firearm uh, combining the two of these together a, into one a gun and a sword together what you Posture. say? How could Darren resist? I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. I've made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Guns and Gears does have a gun sword. It uh, does. It, it does. has a gun axe, a gun uh, spear. Um, wait, wait, back up. Gun spear? Gun spear. The, how does that work? Don't shoot ask. spears. It's a gun. It's a gun that shoots spears at what? people. The fling flings. I don't know. I'm making it up, but it sounds plausible. All right. That's really sad. There's, it's um, literally just called a gun sword. Yep. Okay. Uh, this weapon consists of a large sword with a powerful gun based on a harmona gun down the center. I don't know what a harmona gun it is. It sounds like it's, it plays it's music. It's another one of that the guns. Sound like that was also no. my first time. <laughs> a harmona gun is similar to an arquebus. It's one of the other weapons. So it's a so it's a sword with a baby arquebus in it. Long, uh, large bore, long gun that fires a heavy, slow moving. This is a cannon. This is King K rules cannon. Well, um, large bore could be a lot of things. It, it is too bulk. Yeah. Wow. All right. That arquebus is, a is pretty heavy too. Gun. Okay. Well, I have to put a sword on it. So. No, just the gun is too bulk. The Harmona gun. Oh. The gun sword is also two bulks. So I guess at that point, putting a really big freaking blade on it's kind of negligible. Well, I think it's a smaller Harmona gun, gun, right? So it's not it like... Yeah. Okay, okay. I don't know. I'm on Archives of Net. I just went to Archives of Net. This, there's not a picture. So I'm like... <laughs> we're flying by the seat of our pants here. Um, but yeah, that is a thing. It is just martial proficiency? Yep. Woo! 
Yep. Ranger, baby. Sure. Okay. <laughs> no, it's simple. You shoulder it like a crossbow, so that translates, and then you you hold it, and there's a sword on it. So then you hit swing that, and that's like a long sword. That makes perfect sense. Nick, really, it's simple. You just kill the bad guy. <laughs> exactly. Yep, so it is. It is. It is massive. It is a two-handed sword. <laughs> I'm down. Oh my god, it's the best of both worlds. I'm so happy. I'm gonna ruin that thing up. Why do I do a gun gun job? Is he to buy a gun? Yeah, can you even drink? What, to buy curiosities Arguably, in an engineering store? He of has course. more experience with firearms than most people in the city. I shot, one, shot once. one once. <laughs> Thankfully, the laws of Corvosa have not caught up to the technology, <laughs> and so I can buy guns as a 16 year old. I mean, you could also buy great swords, battle axes, uh, backpack ballistas. Um, We're not going to talk about those. <laughs> John, what are you doing? Uh, John has a couple of cool little spell rocks. He has some cool little spell rocks. And I have to go find a very good craftsman to put both those spell rocks in for I can do one of them. No. Please? No. <laughs> John is going to take his money that he has earned and go pay a hardworking man or woman or gnome to go... <laughs> Oh, they're not people. I see. <laughs> <laughs> the oft forgotten third gender. Gnomes. 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 <laughs> and put the, the craft, the, the rocks, into a scythe, hopefully. Okay. He's very um, devoted to his farming implement based murder. It's, it's special. It's important to him. Getting into town, you would fortunately find that in the uh, wake of this still active kind of chaos. This is the city of Corvosa at the moment. Uh, many of the blacksmiths, I mean, the vast majority of your blacksmiths in any given settlement are going to be farriers. Uh, but many of those, who, th there's not really a business outside of supplying the Sable Company or the Corvosan Guard or the Royal Guard uh, to just be making weapons and shield and armor. That said, there was a Sable Company and then all of a sudden there isn't anymore. So there are very well some weapons and armor specialists who suddenly don't have contracts, uh, who had thought they had the most stable crafting jobs in all of Corvosa, who found themselves now with nothing. You just missed a really good pun. The most and stable employment. Ignore him. It's <laughs> <laughs> mean you. And they, play, they suddenly have a little to do, a little going for them, and are desperately in search of, uh, of work, of contracts, of things to do for service. And, that, and all of that is just in this high bridge district just outside of Citadel Bolshevik, uh, yes. where the headquarters of the once Sable Company still stand. Uh, so you would actually find it extremely easy to find someone willing to put this all together for you. That's perfect, then. You would look down at it. Take the... You have... You just have you have you have one of the rune stones. I have I, my sight's not even magic. They have the basic rune in it. I have a plus one and a striking. I, I want both these put into sight. Where do you get the plus one rune? Oh, From you got the quartermaster. Yeah, I asked him for it. Yes, you stack it. You have one of each. Are <clears throat> well, the Corvosan guard? Yes, it's my little deputy's badge. Huh. These don't have the weapons I like to use, which is this. Things must be. Well, I suppose it brings me some comfort to know things are equal amounts of madness for even the city's guard themselves if you haven't outsourced your work somewhere else. Don't you have smiths and craftsmen on, on retainer? 
I don't know if they do or not. The quartermaster wouldn't help me with that. I'm regard. certainly not turning down your coin. Forgive me <laughs> prying into the gift horse's mouth here. But uh, certainly I can apply the pair of these for you. Um, pair of runes onto a weapon. This should be old farming tool as much as anything. You're sure about this? You want them on this? Yes, it's, it's actually a very well-made weapon. My whole village scrambled oh, together to make it. I can see that. It's... It is intricate. It's it's well constructed, but weapon, perhaps, isn't the word I'd be given to it. But if if you're sure this is what you're after, uh, for the pair of runes on here, forty-five silver pieces. Forty-five silver pieces. Yeah, I'm just gonna hand him a gold. That's ten. Oh yeah, right. I can't math. I can't math. Can <laughs> Forty-five. Mm, Forty-five platinum. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Forty-five sold before and a half. Yeah, four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said copper. For some reason, my mind is. <laughs> my friend, Mr. Washington here, would like to have something to say about that. All right. So. Oh, I still need three and a half. <laughs> and then five gold pieces. Yeah. All right, I'll do it. Um, oh my god. <laughs> Should be fairly simple. These are You're rather right. fundamental runes. I should be able to have them applied. Uh, if you come down not too long after sundown, hopefully I should have the business done for you. That sounds perfect to me. I guess. I. It's now. Uh, what this is. It's now that you, the Coalescent God, are interested in getting their weapons together after the assassins already been apprehended. I've seen your lot up in arms around the castle for the past day or two ever since the rumors broke out. And it's I don't know. I, I guess now you've got the time for it, right? I. The assassin's yeah. been apprehended? That's the word. Sorry, I rumor and hearsay all, of course, but I figured you know more than uh, better than others. I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. Well, anyway. then, have fun with that. I'll be back before sundown's in. You've been my best effort, and I'll see you this evening or tomorrow morning if you couldn't make it. I'll hold on till you take a return. Thank you very much. Uh, Floblin. Well, you don't have weapons. You I, have spicy I do. hands. I do have a weapon. I just you don't really use it for combat, more or less. Unless it's messing with John here. <laughs> what are you doing with uh, the first real available day since everything fell apart? Well, honestly, there's not a whole lot of uh, goblin like me can do at the moment. But if uh, Arden isn't doing anything crazy or needs some help with... Uh, finding his nephew, then I might assist him with that with my wonderful oracle powers. Otherwise, I'm just going to be burning things and eating things. Well, Arden. Um, Arden knows that, especially with what's going on in the city right now, he's probably not going to have much luck going out and looking and asking questions because most of the people he'd want to ask questions of are slightly, you know, busy trying to not have their businesses be overrun. Um, so Arden is on a different mission today. Arden is sick and tired of the quartermaster hating his very guts and despising his soul. How so, many critical failures on a diplomacy all right, check can I make in so, one day? <laughs> I'm he, sure whatever you're planning on doing will make it better. He would like to make him custom earplugs that have a type of spell like sculpt sound in them so that when somebody talks to him it turns into something that he likes and he doesn't have to hear their voice 
This is the quartermaster who hears whatever he wants anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, but now reality faces his fantasy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, this... Is that a spell that you have? Sculpt sound? No, but it's a, it's a level three spell, and I would hope I could buy it someplace here. Or have somebody be able to cast it on it or do something with it. I'm actually not sure how like custom items work where you like you put a spell in right. an item. Yeah, you just need to have it provided by a, you need to either hire I'm not I think you could probably do it with a scroll. Um or you would need to uh, you could do it with a scroll if you could use the scroll or you have to hire a spellcaster to aid you in the uh, construction process. So I guess that's available. what I would do. Um as you're looking around for that, you know what everyone you know what, everyone but John, because he is wearing the most armor, Floblin? I'm not... I think I that there might be more points coming. Oh, uh, that could make sense. Well, there is a point for Floblin. Oh. Everyone but John, because he's wearing the most armor. A hero point for Floblin. He might be have a stack. He might have he, a stack and be coming through I mean, he's, he said it's been a You've while since he's... Already. Uh, hasty Block. It was the best I could do. <laughs> I blocked it with my Put face. an ally in the place. Ah. <laughs> But, uh... Oh, this is hilarious. You could head out and try to find a scroll. Would probably be the easiest way to do it. Uh, but scrolls... Uh, third level's not particularly powerful magic, but it is certainly... It's on... What? Excuse me. Why, Boomer. It is Boomer. Boomer. It's muted. Get, I'm looking at it. It's muted. Get um, boomered. It, you might have multiple volume scales. I'm and you looking might at have... the four of them. Oh. You know okay. what? We turn it on. Nick. And we turn it Sorry. off Nick, again. Nick, life oh. finds a way. Life finds a way. <laughs> turn it on and we turn it back <laughs> off. We hope the that phone, works. The phone has evolved really to what? overcome the silence. It has taken your yeah, personal is, preference in mind. It has decided that mute is no longer a setting that it will have. It when will, it doesn't want to. It will blow sounds as it pleases. You're just the user. What do you know? <laughs> Modern technology summarized. Uh, heading out into town. Third level is not a particularly potent magic, but it's definitely relatively strong. It's, it's beyond... Uh, even most uh, apprentices that would have studied for some years in the academy probably would not have quite come to grips with magic of that power of that kind of power yet. And the places that sell that uh, that level of magic are also going to be places that are aware of their potency. Uh, and as you look around Arden, uh, you would not you would find yourself unable to demonstrate. Uh, the level of magical competence necessary. Uh, as a fourth level character, you would not be strong enough to be able to purchase third level magic. You wouldn't be able to demonstrate to anyone who would be selling that that you are competent enough to be trusted um, <laughs> with it. such an item. So you would not be able to simply go purchase a scroll of a third level spell. Um, but checking one place, checking another... Uh, even heading up towards the university district, towards the uh, academy to maybe find like a wider breadth of areas. Uh, coming out of one of these shops, out near the edges of Midland, you would find a small group of people kind of gathered around on the street outside, uh, looking much akin to the faces and the gatherings that you've seen throughout the uh, the town the last few days. These roving mobs that have gone from their rampant riots riots to just this kind of manhunt that have been put up uh, for Fontaine in the last day or two. 
Uh, they would just be kind of lounging, just lurking around outside. Not after anything in particular, not moving. Uh, just outside the porch of this last library. And one of them would turn up to you. An older man, certainly in his 60s. His entire face almost wrinkled to a flattened shape. Uh, with a long, trailing gray beard. Uh, hanging down past his chest as he sort of hunches over. Good, 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 good afternoon, Grandfather. You. You look like one of them ice pirates. You a shanty boy? No, 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 sir. I'm a, I'm a druid. And the uh, rest of this group, probably half a dozen people, <coughs> are very much uh, standing between you and your uh, your road out here. Uh, what that some kind of your your clan your no, bone no, tribes no, no 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 sir um i we commune with with nature uh we use uh, the power of you know earth and uh you know water you know whatever our element happens to, to and, be uh, a, a woman that's next to him is sort of leaning against the post to support in the uh the porch here that sounds like that sounds like ice pirate talk to me i i, I don't even know what that is Sort of looks up, uh, looks up and down the road. Still not a lot of people out at this point. What are you doing in this city? Well, um, you you see, I uh, I, I came here to find my my, my brother who was kidnapped, and uh, then the the riots uh, broke out, and uh, apparently I I did. This some... older man kind of looks up at you. Now you got nothing but rocks up in that head of yours to be answering that question directly. <laughs> You're right! That's exactly what I have! How did you know? I ain't got much place here for your kind. You know? I think you should be getting back up north to your people. That's because you don't have imagination. You just need to imagine that I belong here. And he was never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> you got some nerve taking your time in the wake of the king's death your people worming their way into this city like they still belong here i i, I don't know what people you're referring to make me a society check yeah. druid who lives in the woods <laughs> i got an eight you have no idea what he's talking about. You ice pirates and shanty folk, you have no clue what this guy is talking about. No, no, no. None of this makes any connection here. No, no, really, I, I can prove I'm, I'm a druid. I can I can produce a tree straight from the ground. You don't gotta prove nothing. Out of, out of the ground, a tree. Your people. My, my people? Ain't nothing, ain't doing nothing good here in Corvosa. Get. Oh, okay. Bye. Get out of this city. I, I see your face in here again. It ain't gonna be good. You go back to your bone leaders and they ain't gonna recognize you. So... So you be getting while you can still get, are, boy. Are you loyal to the, the queen or, 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 or not? Do, do you like her? <laughs> the lady just kind of snorts. Loyal. I don't even, ain't even a word that I think your people understand, is it, Shanty? Um, 
Well, you know, as, as much as uh, this has been a really pleasant conversation, I think I'm going to, you know, I think I'm going to get out, out of here. Because, you know, you just, you seem like very nice people, but uh, I'm going to go. And uh, they are still, like, between you and the road. You, you need to kind of, like, push through this group. They don't make room for you here. Uh, <laughs> Shanked. <laughs> Shuffling through, and uh, they don't really move. You have to kind of like awkwardly, like a busy road, sidle your way through. And uh, one of the men, as you get out, uh, or as you as you push through towards the road, uh, shoves you out into the street, uh, where you are going to just fall prone on your on your face in the dirt as he just have, like rudely pushes you out into the street. Get up, brush myself off. Good day to you. Walk, keep walking where I was going. Just leave away from this. Keep looking for something. Ref. So, I got myself one of them fancy rune thingies, mm -hmm. and um, I see how the other one's on the weapon. I ain't the one to put it there. But I do know this nice gun store where I got my Archibus from. <laughs> and probably what's going to end up happening is as I'm walking in, I'm going to see uh, a certain someone <laughs> picking up a big old gun sword that's a little too big for his britches. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's the gun, right? It's not as big as yours, but it's got a sword in it. Yeah, they they make those. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I didn't know that. This is so cool. That he's gonna put big. my he's gonna put my runes all on this. This is like my new best friend. I'm walking around with this for like, oh, I have whatever else we have to do. This is the greatest thing ever. Well, just keep in mind, reloading is a bit of pain in the ass. Yeah, no, no, no. They figured that out. See, look, look. They got this rod thing here on the side, right? You push it up, and it's like a hook, right? It's like you push it all the way up, and you flip it. And when you put the cartridge, it's really great. They have like the powder in this paper thing and the balls right at the front. You just put the whole cartridge in, slam it down, pop it up to the side, and you're, you're good to go. You can shoot it. They let me shoot it like three times. And this, uh, he would have the proprietor of the shop, uh, who is the main engineer, the inventor here, uh, a small gnome with almost an afro of blonde hair just kind of perched up on his head. One, what looks almost like a jeweler's monocle, kind of permanently scrunched into his right eye. Uh, standing there with his uh, fine clothing hands folded before him and looks up. Ah, welcome in, Rep. A pleasure to be meeting you again. You know, I, this man, you this man is the reason. This is the source of your enthusiasm. Oh my God. You know, he would have bought literally the most expensive gun in here if you'd sold it to him, right? This is actually pretty expensive. I seek not to take advantage of the clientele that come through here, but only to teach, uh, to help uh, spread understanding of the wonders of invention and clockworks and black powder and what these mechanica, mechanical uh, creations can do for everyday life. Uh, you can have a standard sword like many others or something far more inventive, far more useful. I'm never picking up a regular sword again. This is the yeah, cool. You probably ain't gonna need to because even if the blade breaks, you beat him with the barrel. Oh, well, I could do that, but I mean, I just get the blade <laughs> The fixed. blade is as sturdy as any other, Rath, I assure you that. Yeah, uh, were you here uh, seeking more ammunition? Well, I haven't seen you in quite some time. I bought plenty enough last time. I actually haven't had to use too much of it. Today is more of a, uh, well, you probably know already, but uh, pull out the, the striking room. I got one of these thingamajigs here, and 
hafting my gun in the other hand. It, there's one already here on it, but it ain't the same one, and I don't know how to put it on there. Ah. But, well, I uh, certainly I could help you out with that. I, I've already agreed to uh, help uh, uh, fix a few for young Darren here with this new gun sword that he has. This guy's great. Uh, but uh, given a couple of days, uh, I could find some. I could find some time in the backlog. I could have that for you in a uh, in a few evenings. Hmm. You drew a picture. Of I it. drew a picture of it. You drew a picture of your gun sword. Well, how that? <laughs> what is a gun sword? Like, think of it in your head. It makes no sense. Yeah, it does. It makes perfect sense. It's. Wait, no, wait, wait. It put the yeah. table cam up. I imagine I want, it's I want just everyone like to see this. A super bayonet. Like it's <laughs> Is table that's... cam dead? Or is or is it it's Gherkin? That's yep, that's <laughs> like, a gun sword. There there are <laughs> gun swords that people have made. It's it's essentially a a gun. I swear if you say with a sword attached a to it, I'm gonna throw something that has to you. A sword attached to it. No. I thought it was a sword with a gun attached. No, no, like it's, you it's a gun. You have and to be able to a bayonet attached to the front. There's a sword that is mounted with multiple braces along the entire No, length. stop. I'm literally, that's, you, that's I'm literally losing IQ Yeah, but the problem here. is you can't actually wield that thing. You yes, need you a can. straight handle to wield a sword. You need a stock to be able to brace it against your shoulder. And you still sword. need to have room to hold your hands. Not. I had to put some thought into this. Sword <laughs> nerd versus gun nerd. So I care more about the gun than the sword. Oh, that's why you have a gun and not a gun sword. Little gnome can certainly apply the, the rules for you, but it will definitely take a couple of days. Uh, of course, if you leave your arguments with me, Rath, I'll, I'll see to it and uh, uh, come back perhaps uh, Moon Day, and I should hopefully have everything organized for you. Well, the big issue with that one is we'd probably end up going to having to do a mission tomorrow. A mission? Yeah, got you myself. You make this sound so grandiose. What are you, a member of the Royal Guard now? Pull out the badge. Well, sort of. Oh, the regular guard. They're just street rats. Never took you as much fun for enlistment, Reth. It's not enlistment so much as uh, special recruitment. I ain't sworn an oath or nothing. They let you use guns? I certainly haven't seen uh, any of the traditional Corvosan guards out in the street uh, wielding any of my creations, and there's been quite a few of them in the past week. That's why it's a special recruitment. I ain't exactly a guard. They can't tell me no. Fair enough. Well, well oh, like, uh, if that's the cause, then I'll certainly expedite this as, as much as I can. I maybe could that. have it uh, the day after tomorrow. Uh, star day, perhaps? Uh, well, if you tell me what to do, I could take a swing at it myself. I know you're having your hands ah. full with his weapon today. Well, truth be told, you've, well, you're quite comfortable with your, your Archibus. You've had it for some time, I imagine. If, well, I've heard tale of many of the things you've brought down with it. You've had some right. interesting hunts in the, in the wilds outside of Corvosa, haven't you? Well, Just the other day in an alley, there was an OTU. It filled the whole freaking thing, and he put a hole straight through it. Darren's told me about four times about <laughs> what you've done with this OTU. It seems to have quite inspired him. It was uh, messy. Well, here's the, the interesting part. Uh, though these runes themselves are intrinsically magical, uh, you... I have well, not a lick of magical power under my command. Everything I've done is do is through engineering and architecture and invention. It's all clockwork and mechanical. Uh, these runes have all the magic that you need, and the application of them, or rather the transfer uh, from the stone that they're currently held in, is, well, it's simple, not necessarily a correct word for it, but less complicated than you might imagine. Uh, I. Hmm. It's just he, a transfer sheet. You just sort of. <laughs> <laughs> you just get it wet. <laughs> it's carbon copy. You get your iron and you just. No, 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 no. 
no, you can get cheaper versions that are like temporary tattoos. They only last for like a you day. You just lick it. Yeah. And he comes back up with a very small, uh, wide, but thin, uh, thin leather bound uh, manual. I don't know if manual is even the correct word here. It's just two very, very fine, uh, barely more than sheets of parchment themselves, um, ends on a couple of pages within. Uh, this is a reference manual for the application transfer of magic runes uh, to tools and weapons. It's uh, something that I kept close by for many years when I was getting acclimated to the things, but I haven't had to reference it in quite some time. Uh, you've, I know all of everything in here by heart by now. And you, you, well, honestly, Rath, you've been the fine customer for some years. Here. Well, thank you. I reckon I can use this to at least take a swing at it. Hey, worst case scenario. If you come across any problems, Bring it back by the shop, and as I said, I'll have it done within a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, applying these things for Darren here uh, is going to take me much of the afternoon and the evening, and then I have other obligations uh, tomorrow. But uh, as I said, star day, if you still need it, bring it down, and I'll see what I can do. Well, I appreciate it. Now, um, that'll be however much a gun sword costs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 15 gold. It's looked. like, it's crazy. So then probably 20 total, uh, 20 total then for the application of the runes as well? Yep, yep. And I've got uh, I, I've got this color spray wand I can cash in, and I've got this uh, other... Actually, I guess that's the potency rune that I was going to... No, no, that that was what... That's what you actually already paid for the rat. Yep, so... And then I have the reward from there, so yes. There you go. You and can, you and can... bullets. I need lots of those. Oh, <laughs> 13 gold bulk to two-handed. So 18 gold then. Done. To buy the gun sword with the two runes uh, moved over to it. Range 50 feet. So you're getting one applied to your scythe. You're getting one applied to your gun sword. And you are going to... Attempt to put one on the arquebus myself. Are you training craft? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. You're going to do this yourself. I, um, I'm a gunslinger. I have to be trained in crafting. Oh, that's fair. It's actually requisite. Uh, as Is it? You, mm-hmm. I, I, you get it for free. Yeah, as you head back to the Citadel, you would see that most of your team here is out uh, running various errands, doing various things throughout the city. Uh, you wouldn't have gone very far, but Floblin will be back here. Uh, just inside the gate, I imagine, sat down burning some things in a small heap, as he is wont to do. You do not get it. I took it. Oh, fair enough. I'm just literally sitting there with, like, a like a metal bowl of burnt bacon and, like, another bowl of charcoal just... So, how's your day going? <laughs> this is you, Russ. Pretty good. Uh, well, what's your, what's your giant gun? I would have it with me because I'm going to put the rune on myself. Oh, He's still right. Sorry, well, my bad. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, uh, I have a slight concern. He wouldn't be on his way back, would he? Darren? Probably no. not. He's at the shop waiting. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm looking at all this yeah. stuff. <laughs> so I imagine it's John, literally. John, a... what are you? What would you be up to after you had decided wandering? So you wouldn't I, be back there to study No, okay. if Falbin's there, I'm not going back there. I mean, you literally put a kid <laughs> in a candy shop or a That's gun fair. shop. Definitely <laughs> just going to be you and Falbin. So I told Darren about the gun shop where I got Arcubus from, and. Uh, you know what? Giddy. You know, that's what <laughs> kids do. You, you of all people know. You, 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 it's like, it's like, it's like me and shiny things that are easily burnable. You put me in, in you put it in front of me. I, I, I have to burn it. It's, it's, it's just instinct. Well, he bought one of these here guns, 
attached to a sword. Wait, they make guns attached to swords? And knives and rapiers and axes and spears and I mean, other guns. I mean, you just might as well... <laughs> I mean, you just might as well put me on top of your archibus and then I'll just, you know, put flaming bullets on, the, on our enemies. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sure they'll make that eventually. Ingenuity is a hell of a thing. Hmm. The, the problem is, he bought himself a gun sword, and I ain't so confident he knows how to use it. <laughs> I've shot it three extra times. Well, he don't know the first thing about cleaning them. He's going to go to pull the trigger and it's going to explode in his face. Like, Well, he, he, he puts his bowl of bacon down for just a moment cleans off the grease and uh well i can tell you this much if it's one thing about growing up it's learning from your own mistakes so if he blows a couple fingers off or two you know that's how i learn right well i'm more concerned about him ending up with hair like yours nothing wrong with my hair it just goes out from time to time well it's more the the flaming aspect i'm sure it doesn't bother you but if it was to happen to any one of us it would not be fun It'd be a little uh a little painful yeah, smell really bad too. That's okay. I got. I'll, I'll patch you all up. I got you know me white flame that heals people. Remember? Yeah, I'm. I'm not concerned about him dying or nothing. <laughs> Just fire. Perhaps a, <clears throat> a bit of scarring and not wanting to use a gun anymore because he messed up. But we'll we'll see how it works out. I'll at least teach him the basics. A little a little trauma always builds character. I mean, look how I turned out. I'm fine. John, as you're wandering around town, um, looking at the state of things, you're not from Corvosa, but even just in the time that you've been here, you can see that uh, a lot of the presentation has changed. There used to be a great number of shops that were small stalls out in the streets. Um, even higher-end shops like Jewelers, uh, with some of their wares and display, if not, not even just in the windows, but in cases like out in front of the shop, to catch the view of passers-by. Uh, basically, all of that is gone now. Uh, everything has been brought inside. Uh, window displays are left empty. Uh, in many cases, even with like large boards, just kind of haphazardly nailed up over them. The door is still open. People do come inside and search, but uh, hiding everything from the, the mobs and the looters and the vandals that have been so prevalent in Corvos these last few days. Uh, so, peeking around, trying to see things that are interesting, uh, to look into any shops. You, you can no longer just walk down the street and see the neat things. Uh, but, as you are passing, uh, there are some window displays up, and there is a small pawn shop uh, near the edge of Pillar Hill and Slope, a little over to the northwest towards the Midland Docks, uh, still not far from the Citadel, uh, where you would see they have a small, strange little uh, Blackstone cat-like carved figurine, um, an odd little twirled piece of glass with colored sand inside it, and a ring. Now you would look at, and I imagine, double take, because it is a ring that you recognize. Wait a minute, that cannot be this easy. There's no way, I'm gonna walk into the shop. Is that ring you have on display out there, where did you get it from? Oh, um, uh, that one we actually purchased from, I believe it was a traveling craftsman just some few days ago. Uh, it's one of our newer pieces within the store. I don't expect it to last terribly long. It's not the first asking about it. That can't be right. The ring was stolen from me a few days ago. 
I'm gonna pull out the stupid little dummy ring. Like it's supposed to be a matching ring to this, but it's a family heirloom. How much did you pay for it? Describe your ring to me again. It's it's a um shoot, I can't remember how I described it myself. I didn't write it down. <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> I, I remember what it is it, is it ring shaped? Huh? Is it's it, ring, ring? it is ring shaped. My like mind like is this? yeah, like, like this. I actually, remember you um, saying it had a blue. <laughs> actually, I remember saying it, it, it had a blue gem in it. Flavin remembers. Yep. Believe it or not, I actually do remember. Giant brain. So, flexing like big brain here. It was a. It was a. It was a kind of a brass band, very thin, little twisted, and like a little bit of silver on top, and okay. it had like your family's crest and on top. Um, of it. it was. Yeah, it was like a lace. Of the ring. The the ring work itself was like a, a lattice pattern coming up yeah. around to it to a like a dark, a very dark amethyst set into it. Okay. So, and I, guess, I think it was gold and like and some your silver. your dummy ring that you made is the dummy ring that you made, so. Like, yeah, right. dummy ring that it was gold my sister made. Oh, so it's not a piece of crap. It does actually it, like mostly. It's it resembles, it, it looks yeah. like it, but it's made out of cheap material. Right. Um, and she looks at it. Oh, um, well, to be frank, it's, well, it's set with a semi-precious stone and the, the band itself is brass, so it's not a, it's not an extremely valuable item, but it is one that uh, does look quite fine given the uh, raw materials that have gone into it. Um, and she she seems kind of... You can see her eyes sort of blending to all the various sheathed weapons that you have on you, because even minus the scythe, you're down to, like, what, 11 weapons that are hanging <laughs> off of your body? Um, Close enough, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do very much apologize. I obviously couldn't I'm, possibly know the history of the thing but uh but given that we've we've put an investment in, in no, I, into it i can't i intend to, to you. i intend to buy it back from you i want to know how much you paid for it oh. um, i don't want you to lose out the money from a sham man who stole from me uh, that isn't right well i i appreciate that um that's it's kind uh, here i'll make you i'll make you a, a deal fine enough given that well you 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 bear a near identical uh, matching replica <coughs> here. I, I have no reason not to believe your story. Um, given its make and its midland value, I'd give it to you for eight gold. Fair enough. That's yeah, fine by me. Maybe a perception check. Okay. Unless you're just like so overwhelmed I will to do make this. So like... I'll make a perception check. I am super overwhelmed, but... <clears throat> 27? So 27. Um, though she is a little... Slightly concerned uh, by your amount of weapons and your laser focus on this thing and your possession of a replica and the claim it's stolen and all that. Um, she's not totally out of her element. She runs pawn shops, probably not the last or the first time this has happened. Uh, someone's coming like, someone stole that from me. She's like, well, that sucks. Uh, it's 10 gold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she's... For a ring that is brass and a small, like semi-precious amethyst set in it, eight gold is. It's kind of, it's not a total robbery, but that's pretty up there. <laughs> Aizen, well, I'm still going to give you eight gold, because honestly, I have my ring back. I'm happy. You get money, you're happy, but don't lie to me in the future. Lie to you? Well, he goes, the price isn't right. There's no way you paid eight gold for that. Well, well, of course, I didn't pay eight gold for it, but if I sold all of my goods here uh, for the price that I acquired them for, well, we wouldn't have a business. This, I have to take a cut, you understand. It's a pawn shop. 
Sorry, that's how we function. Just nothing going on behind these eyes. But whatever, I'm... Here's your eight gold. Thank you. Um, and uh, she would, with a small ring of tiny little keys that she has attached to her belt up <laughs> at the back of the display case and slide it open and pull the ring out and hand it to you. I, uh... I am sorry for the circumstances, of course, but... If you ever lose it again, like you know where to find it. Perception check if you're sus. I'm not sus. He's just like looking at it, making sure there's nothing wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, the name of her store is uh, the chess shop because everyone who comes in is turned to a pawn. 23. Oh. A 23, looking this over, it is... We have, you haven't seen it in a while, and it is almost exactly how you remember it. This is made of similar materials, but this stone set atop, you're no jeweler, but you're very familiar with that stone particularly. This doesn't <clears throat> catch light the same way. It doesn't retract the same way. It's not the same kind of stone. You don't know if it's not an amethyst or if it's a different kind or, or what, but this, this is not the same ring. But it is so identical that it was clearly made in imitation of it. There's no way random chance would produce something so similar. I believe yours even had an engraving around the inside, which is present. It's clearly an intentional copy of what you lost. But it's pretty good. This isn't right. Where did you say you got this ring from? <coughs> a uh, <coughs> traveling craftsman had, had come through. He uh, it was it was his only piece uh, that he had available. He was uh, given the state of the city, just forced to sell it for coin. I imagine it's an unfortunately common story these days. Can I perception to see if she's lying about that? You, or you, has, you don't get the feeling she's lying about that. Like it's uh, she 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 would have no reason to lie about it. Yeah. She is not a jeweler. She doesn't make these things, and... This isn't the right ring. This is a replica. This is a fake. Well, heavens. All right, Ethan. Well, thank you for your help. Do you remember what he looked like or anything like and, that? Uh, she still has the gold that you gave her before she opened the thing. Um, she still has your A gold. Yes. Um, I... Let me think back. He was, uh, he didn't look terribly, I don't know, comfortable, I suppose, <coughs> in the city. He was, uh, of middling heights, slightly darker complexion, black hair, just kind of loose and long, um, almost unkempt. He wore a bunch of rather Peculiar, almost vestments more than clothing, I suppose. Um, looked like he'd be more at home outside the city's walls than in them, truth be told. But Renault is past. I just. I'm sorry, I know it's not a terrible amount to go on, but. I'm sorry you didn't find what you seek, but. Uh, and she 
uh, takes the ring and, and did you put the ring down or? I'm still holding it. Still holding it. She's like, well, it's hopefully a fine substitution for, for what you lost. Oh, it's absolutely not a fine substitution at all. But thank you for your help and what I was still pizering, I guess, for your ah. troubles. Well, <clears throat> I wish you luck in finding yours. Thank you. I'll need all the luck and how I can get. <laughs> so later that afternoon or that evening um probably i suppose not too long after sundown after your day's activities after uh, john would have collected his scythe with the runes affixed to it um Darren would have received the new gun sword, plus one striking gun sword, and Arden would uh, be making his way back, unfortunately with no magical sculpting sound in his possession. And at that point, I would be interested in a craft check from you, good sir. Did you charge it? I did, twice. Clearly. Hey. 24. 24 will succeed. Nice. 23 will still succeed. Yeah. That's like a first striking. It's a fourth level item. I think it's DC 19. Or um, 16. So you almost, almost got it on the die there. Uh, with this manual that the gnome had given you from the uh, Curiosities uh, of Engineering, it is weirdly simple. Uh, what you're doing is basically cloning this rune onto the stock or the barrel of your gun. Uh, it is precise. But it's not complicated. Uh, and then using that to infuse the magic held within the rune on the stone to the rune that is on your weapon, uh, dissolving the stone in the process. It's an interesting little interaction with magic that you've probably never had before, but it's not something that requires any magical knowledge or understanding or aptitude to do. He wasn't wrong. Anyone can do this as the book long says so. as you replicate it well enough onto your weapon. And the group of you, I imagine, would all come back together in your barracks that evening, all with fancy new runed weapons in hand, uh, floblin full of delicious burnt ash and garbage. And Arden, unfortunately, not having found well, the, really the opposite of success out in the city. It's the journey, not the destination. That was a bad journey. <laughs> could have been worse. You know what? I was stoic and I ignored them. I could have engaged, but I am not John Double Homicide. Did Taylor. you eat dirt? That's fine. I'm a Druid. I love dirt. There's Wait, stones under there. It's good. I mean, isn't dirt essentially just mushed up rock? It's fine. <laughs> it's not actually. Sounds but... like he's just coping. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to start a fight with an old man. That's just wrong. Do you tell them what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe maybe we don't let you wander off by yourself. I mean, to be fair... What, you, should, you, should I have fought them? No, no. But I mean, it's it, it, they probably wouldn't have harassed you if you had, you know, maybe one of us who actually, like, lives here with you. Oh, trust me. I would have given that old time a piece of my mind. Okay, maybe not Floblin. <laughs> so if any of you have any, like, Corvos and lore at all that you're trained in... I have society. Um, um, or... I have Sable Company lore. Table which company. is rather defunct Any at this point. Any of you are trained in society, which if I remember correctly is literally nobody. I have society. You're trained? I'm not trained. I have a plus one. 
We have intelligence. I'll do it. Any of you that are untrained and no, you, got, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know either. He just wants to roll it. You're not familiar 17. with that. <laughs> it is a weird story of whatever happened to Arden. <sighs> so what's wrong, John? I thought I found my ring. Oh, you did? I did not. You did not? I found this. A replica. A fake. Looks very realistic. It looks like the real Zang. What are you talking about? This is this is exact. If I saw this ring, I would think this was exactly a ring. It's exactly as you described it to me. Well, it it like even has your inscription on it. How could that possibly not be your ring? I hold it up to the light. It doesn't catch the lights the same way. It doesn't catch the light. What do you mean it doesn't catch the lie? Are you a jeweler now? No, I've just been staring at the ring for as long as I can remember. What are you talking about? You haven't you haven't had it to stare at for quite some time. Are you sure you're not just looking at this ring through rose-colored glasses? That stone sure is pretty. What do you think If you're about not going to use it, can you, can I have it back? Have it back? The stone? You yeah. had the stone before? No, no, no. If, it's, if he's not going to use the ring, can I have it? The stone? No, well, the ring itself. Well, both of them, because then I could use the rock for something else. You could carve another letter word into it, I guess. Well, I don't know. It's Kinda really small. pretty, though. If it's not the real thing, though, you don't want it, right? Make me a deception. <laughs> Just staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> so, Reth, you want to need the believe for this rock? No, I've got the nah, inspire rock. <laughs> Wouldn't this be the dare rocks territory? <laughs> I think that's the number. Is that a 14? Yeah. What's your perception, DC? 18. Oof. Oof. Arden. <laughs> yes? What do you know about this? Okay, you were so upset, and I was really thinking that you were never, ever going to find the ring, and then you were going to stay upset, and you'd be really sad, and so I went, and I I, I made a replacement, and, and I put it there, and then I was just going to give you the, the proceeds of, of what we, we made from it, and, and then you'd have a ring, and I, I hoped you'd think it was yours, and you would be happy again. You are never going to find that ring in this city. Y yeah, I, I, I was just, I was hoping it would work because I, I just wanted you to not be sad. I just tossed the ring on the, on the table. You owe me four gold. They would have paid you 12 silver for it. That's fine. Giving him four gold. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Well, it is a really pretty ring. Thank you for the thoughts. It means a lot to me. It really does. And I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I wish, I wish you could find it, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. But, you know, maybe we will. Maybe this is a sign. Maybe the fact that you, no, it's not a sign. I, I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm gonna maybe you it. should pull those cards and see. Maybe that'll tell him whether he finds the ring. But I need Reth to take the cards out first. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the thought that counts. It's just a thought that It counts. was really good intention. And... Hit him with the disappointed dad. I'm not <laughs> mad, I'm just disappointed. Oof. Oof. So much oof. Without <laughs> much else to, uh, the, the mood perhaps soured. <laughs> not much else to really follow that evening. I imagine the group of you would trickle off to your own rest. Uh, the following, I guess it would be fire day, seeing as we have established the day after tomorrow is star day. My fire day. Um, awakening, 
shoot the kitchen's fire day. To a knock on the door of your barracks uh, before the sun had even risen. Uh, it wouldn't be middle of the night, but it would be probably a little, uh, maybe around those when you super early risers would just be starting to come together. Uh, but before the sun had even risen, uh, risen a quick three reps on your door. I didn't think anybody would be awake as early as I am. That's what I was thinking, too. I mean, I have to be up before sunrise so I can start my rituals. Shh, I'm communing with the rocks. The rocks ain't going to answer the door. Give me a minute. Zan, aren't you supposed to be stable company? Aren't you supposed to be awake by now? Oh, I'm used to, they haven't woken me up early in like a week. Uh, to a figure that one of you would recognize. Standing there, and while the only art we have is an incredibly sad, depressed man um, with his breastplates emblazoned <laughs> with the Corvosan Guard symbol. I love him. They watch Captain. Much more upright. Uh, his hair in any way done. His face clean shaven. You look good. You look so much better than when I found you on the streets, drunken and depressed and very sad about the woman you couldn't have. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You can see him. words then and now, John. You can see him wanting to crawl back into bed as each <laughs> word comes out of your mouth. The field marshal needs your assistance. Apparently, you guys have been doing a lot more than just helping me on my dark days. Anything for a friend. You're a friend now. We share a drink. That's how friends work. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I take it you're flobbling, but the uh, rest of you are a bit harder to place. I'm Rith, that's Darren, that's Arden. Good to meet the group of you. I hear you've done a great number of fine services for the field marshal in my unfortunate absence. But uh, we have a problem. And it's Don't a problem we that always. The guard can't easily deal with directly. I'll let her explain the long and short of it, I suppose. Oh, the problem the guard can't deal with directly. You might have to leave your shield at home again. <clears throat> I think you're probably fine with that. We just can't be sending people out, well, uh, direct operation. Awesome. Full regalia, tabards and all. Mm -hmm. so you're perfectly fine with your badges and shields and weapons and what all. It just can't be in a... I don't know, official city business records is all. Oh, like you want us to do something shady. I don't think it's that. Well, not as shady as last time. Oh, the field marshal needs you to do something that can't be tied directly back to the guard. Oh, well, if it's, it's the field marshal, she, she wouldn't want us to do anything shady. Well, she sent us on like two other shady missions last time. Yeah, but I don't think she wanted to She's send up in her us. office with the ambassador right now, so if you would, please. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, Oh, yeah, course. sure. It's really early. She ever sleep? Well, I don't think what's happened. Uh, the timing of this one wasn't really hers to choose. The wonders of magic. And he would uh, step aside and let the group of you come out. Uh, probably not really having had a ton of time to prepare in the morning as you would really want to. Uh, certainly not the full bathed and groomed regime, but you could hopefully be awake and throw on some fresh clothes real quick if you, if you needed time. Uh, but as you all file past the watch captain here, who seems to have just been reinstated directly into his old role. Uh, he would stop and put a hand on John's shoulder as he goes by. Thank you. Seriously. Thanks. How are you a lot? 
I honestly had no idea what I was doing. I just didn't want to leave you out there. Well, but I owe Lady Luck a lot, and you an equal share. Kind of claps you on the shoulder, and I will head over. I'm actually going to offer a hand for a shake. Like, good luck to you, Zen. Hopefully you'll have better luck with love. It seems like you're just one of those saps who just don't have any luck at all. Hopefully you have uh, any, uh, some luck up there with an angry anti ambassador. <laughs> I don't envy you, but, well, I guess you take the job not wearing a uniform. This is the kind of task you get. Yes. Excellent. Give you head upstairs to Field Marshal Croft's office where she is not, in fact, alone. Uh, she is joined by a figure sat in the chair in front of her desk, hands folded, uh, his long, almost kind of ashen hair uh, over a what looks like it might be untreated hide robe and a bone necklace drawn not just around his neck, but several uh, several areas, bracelets, one almost is like a wide sash, uh, punctuated with a few large ribs uh, hmm. across the side. And he turns the door as it enters, and you would certainly recognize the face paint, almost the visage of a skull painted across his face. You had seen this man briefly in hmm. passing, uh, leaving Sadao Volshevik some days ago. Uh, but as he sits here, his face is very much stern. Uh, both of his eyes ashen white. Whether he is blind or not, difficult to tell as he appears to turn in regard to the group of you as you come in. And uh, the field marshal, standing behind her desk, hands folded behind her back, very much at like a tension, or at least rest, uh, official stance here. Thank you. Close uh, the behind you, if you will. We have come into a bit of an issue, I'm afraid. Uh, this is Thousand Bones. He is one of the spiritual leaders of his Kwa, the Clan of the Skull. I don't know how familiar you are with Shawanti heritage or their culture. Approximately not at all. What's the Shawanti? I mean, I'm might, maybe. Would knowledge religion help it, help maybe? It's not a religious thing, it's more a society thing. It's oh, just never mind a different group of people. Um, Let's say clear. We have a problem. Um, one of Thousand Bones' sons has been attacked. Hmm. He was very viciously killed in the streets in a senseless assault. I don't know the motivation or the cause, but I do know that tensions between the city of Corvosa and your people, Thousand Bones, have never been exactly stellar. And this is something that they won't allow to go fully unanswered. <clears throat> he was lost at the hands of more just meaningless mob violence, but our problems aren't something that we can easily just explain away to the Qua. Um, Thousand Bones, if you will, these are Oh, the finest men that I have available. They have not let me down once, and they have been an invaluable asset in the wake of the king's passing. And uh, Thousand Bones, as he sits, and he's still kind of looking. He hasn't turned his gaze from the group of you this whole time uh, that the field marshal has been speaking. Uh, but only now does he slowly kind of roll his head back past the desk to her. There's a small, shallow nod, and then back around to address the group of you. 
My people have worked hard to understand those who dwell in Corvosa. And it seems each day we see new examples of how this city's people work just as hard to foster old hatreds. My grandson is dead, beaten to death by cowards in your city streets. I do not blame you, yet still Gakin is dead, and my son and my kin are not as understanding as I. They wish to return to Skonqua in the Cinderlands to join with the Sklarqua to rally for war against your city. This would be disastrous for both of our peoples. The amends must be made. Our ways are not as yours. If a body does not go whole to the fires of our ancestors, the smoke of a warrior spirit does not rise to the great sky. If I could send Gakin's body to the great sky with honor and dignity, his father and brothers may listen to me and stay their wrath. The talks of peace between my people and yours could continue. But he was not just murdered. His body was taken from the scene of his death, sold a peddler of corpses within your walls to a necromancer known as Rolf, a criminal to both of our people, he says back to the field marshal. I have spoken with the spirits. They have revealed to me that Gakin's body has been taken to a place below this city's graveyard, a place the spirits call the Dead Warrants. With this knowledge, I could lead a group of my finest warriors into your cemeteries to retrieve Gakin's body. But this would be seen as an act of aggression by your queen. It falls to you, it seems, to make amends for what has been done. You bring me Gakin's body, lest we be forced to recover him ourselves. And although it pains my heart to say it, we will not be gentle in these matters. And hmm. then he uh, stands up from his chair, turns, nods again to the field marshal, and immediately makes with the door. Huh. So why is there a known necromancer in the city? And as he leaves, the field marshal brings her hands around to her brow and sits down in her chair. There are a great many things in this city that I would see it rid of, but unfortunately life is rarely so easy. It's exactly as a necromancer. Oh, it's a it's a special kind of spellcaster that likes to do things with dead bodies like make them come back to life and hit, and hit you in the face and stuff. But that's Not, that's forbidden. It is many many practices illegal and the rest very highly frowned upon indeed. Rolth has long been a thorn in the side of the Corvosan Guard in the city. He was a failed academy student and an absolute monster of a man. He was expelled from a Chelish academy for the degree of offenses practices committed so you can only imagine the things that he's been got he's uh, been getting his hands into butchering vagrants stray animals anything else he could get his hands upon i believe he's expelled for trying to combine them into some kind of a golem don't say the g words what exactly what, is what? he free for why do you not do something about him What's a golem? Because the acts committed in the pursuit of magical knowledge on the academy grounds are beyond the purview of the Corvosan Guard. Things huh. are handled directly by themselves or 
in the rare, I believe twice in the city's history times, that the Crown sees fit to get itself involved. So nobody's going to mind if a certain... Group of concerned citizens? Yeah. Group of concerned citizens group happen to... Group of concerned to, uh, citizens that may well be acting in the interest of the Corvosan Guard, but very importantly are not an official Corvosan Guard operation huh. to recover the sold body of a Shawanti boy to a necromancer. This... The Thousand Bones speaks truth. Peace between his people and ours has never really been easily come upon and for understandable reasons they are the original settlers of Corvosa these are their lands they were forced out by the Chelish army however many centuries ago understandably they've never been quite too pleased to accept that I don't blame them I don't blame them at all but I do know that Corvosa ill needs more avenues of strife in its current state and we don't want to see Skull and Qua, or Skull Clan, descend upon our walls uh, with whatever force they can muster. It won't be pretty for either side. Hmm. So. You know, somebody was that when I was on the street. They were actually they were calling me something like that. Ice pirates. Yeah. Calling you uh, shanties. Yeah. Yeah. What? What is that? It's. Not a polite term, to be certain. I don't know where exactly it comes from, but shanty is just a place of ignorance, certainly. Hmm. So it's not related to this, but I just wanted to bring it to your attention. When I was out prowling around the streets, there's already rumors about the assassin being caught. You might want to prepare for that, whatever that means. Right. And, uh... <coughs> She, again, certainly doesn't look like she slept any more than she had the last time that you've seen her. And her, uh, her stoic nature is visibly wavering a bit. Moment, just a thousand yards stare into the desk. We'll take care of this, Marshal. Give me a perception check, whoever wa wants to make one. Why do you like making perception checks? Uh, apparently, I ain't even looking at her because that was one. I had a 27. We're all 27. Staring. We're all staring at her. So, I mean, you, you are. You're all on the other side of the yeah, desk. Yeah, 19. I'm just like 22. looking down at my shirt 25. or something. Anyone, uh, the 22, 25, 27. Uh, the look on her face could easily be mistaken for one of... Kind of just a guarded concern, distress, fortifying herself for the certain hell that is coming. But that's not exactly what it is. And she might be hiding it as that as she can, but this is a look of guilt as you tell her this. Right. Just another wonderful day on the job, then. Is, um... Everything all right with, um... That, uh, the young miss who we brought back? Anything helpful? Any leads? The matter is... Settled enough. I...
Queen's Hand came with some royal guards. I don't know how they learned of Miss Fontaine's presence in the Citadel, but he took her back to the castle. I can't say no to the Queen, of course. It's... It, investigation, maybe? Interrogation? Uh, evidence that she didn't do anything? Were any of that able to be found? From what little our mages had time to speak with her, all that we didn't really learn much of anything. Uh, she claims uh, very, very confidently to have no connection to any of this. And it's not a quick process, but I hadn't turned up anything yet to believe any reason otherwise. Hmm. Uh, but the, she will undergo a proper, uh, proper trial at Castle Corvosa for her crimes. It's out, of our, it's out of our hands now, I'm afraid. Hmm. Well, it's not like we can predict everything going on. Well, Couldn't have stopped it. Well, then, where is this graveyard at? When are we leaving? Today? <sighs> right now? I would imagine this is something we want to be settled as soon as possible. That's what I thought. Uh, Corvosa's graveyards, the Grey District, you might have known them, uh, known, uh, know them as, are on the south end of the city. Uh, they are riddled with a wide assortment of underground chambers. Some of them have been dug by ghouls or other monsters in the hundreds of years the city has been here. Some are ancient Shawanti burial grounds. Uh, the Church of Phrasma actually walks some of these paths to keep them clear of demons or other prowling beasts or undead, but the <clears throat> Grey District is a massive, tangled affair, and they certainly can't patrol it all. Bless the Phrasmites. They do a good job while they can. They focus on containing the problems with undead and necromancy as well as they can, but it, from what I understand, as soon as they are able to wipe out one problem, two more arise. <laughs> now, according to Thousand Bones, what he told me before you arrived, the Dead Warrens are in the Potter's Ward, which is the nameless myriad graves of the poor and homeless heap upon themselves. The church doesn't really walk there, and neither do guards nor do mourners. I'm afraid it's going to be a rather ill-attended place, and there's very little I can tell you about what you can expect to find, save for a location. The Dead Warrens appear to be one of his people's ancient burial vaults. Um, you should find access to it in chambers somewhere beneath Potter's Lord. Uh, um, this is, hopefully, uh, being able to put stock in these spirits that Thousand Bones could make contact with. But mm. I know nothing of their magics or how they, how they function. Uh, I'm, I'm going to need... To, to finish preparing for the day. I was interrupted, and, and there's a couple more things I need to put together before we leave. Oh, I gotta clean that gun, right. too. <clears throat> yes. Can't have it blowing up in my face. But there's a manual. Well, ready yourselves as you can. I, If they were sold off to Rolf, a necromancer that has long been a thorn in the city, and he is unfortunately quite adept at his craft. He's had some years to train and hone without the oversight of the Academy, and I can only imagine what that has spiraled into. Expect anything. Rolf is more a monster than he is a man. That was true even when he was still a student. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like he's the type to resist arrest. He is the type that there would be absolutely no love lost if the worst should have to come to him in the pursuit of your investigations. Hmm. I suspect he might be responsible for a large number of additional murders over the last decade, but it's been <clears throat> near impossible to paint any evidence to him properly. Everything I suspect him of being involved in includes 
horrible bodily mutilation. Ew. So what you're saying is, I'm allowed to burn him if I cut to him? You know, get to him? I, well, of course, I don't officially condone any acts of vigilantism. The best that you could do would be to find any evidence that would solidly allow us to bring proper cases against Lamb and see... Wait, you said Lamb? Rolf Lamb, yes. What? What? Wait, Wait that's what? A, that makes sense, actually. Oh, wow. Wow. Were the... I... So much has happened the past few days, I forgot about the reports I'd gotten when you first arrived here. Yes, Gade, this is Gadrin's son. What, you mean You mean he oh. might have Colin? Or he may have shipped know where he is. I'd certainly hope this one don't have Colin. Yeah, I would hope he doesn't have Colin as well. I, but, but he can know where he is. He can that's, know what happened to him. I would certainly hope for Gorant his sake that he doesn't. So, so can, do, do we have permission to kill him? Well, please you don't have explicit you, permission. You, know, you to kill. certainly have permission to defend yourselves as necessary. And as I said, I can't officially condone any acts of vigilantism, especially in murders concerned. But I can tell you, if Blackjack got a hold of him, he wouldn't see the light of day again. And Blackjack breaks this code for a near no man. And we we have to put the undead to rest too. Yeah, basically, we're being told, do what you gotta. If he's alive when you come back, so be it. Right. We have the man who sold uh, Gakin's body to Roth in custody. He is a, a simpleton named Elkaris. Uh, he told everything. We told him what was going on, how much trouble he was in. Elkaris said he delivered the body in a wheelbarrow to a partially collapsed mausoleum deep in Potter's Ward near the southern edge, far on the outskirts. Uh, he said there was a toppled and headless statue of a sword-wielding gargoyle laying in the dirt near the entrance, and he was simply told to leave the body behind the gargoyle. Uh, this does match up what Thousand Bones told us about the Schwanti burial grounds, so that's as good a place as any to begin your search. I said, well, well, let's get ready. Right. What if now, we're walking into a trap? Oh, we probably are. We'll just have to deal with it. You just got to be ready for anything. That's now, why we put the goblin out front. There's not a single plan out there that accounts for Floblin. I mean, ironically, you know, taking care of some... Uh, Undead is probably one of my specialties. From what I heard about everything you've accomplished with near every task you've been settled with so far, there isn't a single plan that accounts for any one of you, much less the five of you together. There was never a plan in the first place. We're very bad at planning things. If you go into it with no plan, the enemy can't predict your actions. I might. I suppose that's neither can your allies. Certainly, one rather confident way of looking at it. Lack of training can be an advantage sometimes. The stupider you are, the less they can plan for your attacks. What the heck are you all talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> now, he's got a point there, because lack of training is what I was about to ask you. Did he even give you a gun cleaning kit? <clears throat> oh, of course he did. He sold it along with it, and he gave me a manual. So he's really big on manuals, which okay. is great. Actually, it works out really nicely. Uh, although, maybe if you could look over my shoulder while I do this the first time. Wait, you don't got to clean it unless you fired it yesterday. I now, may have fired it a few times yesterday. I need to clarify this, and I hope... It doesn't become relevant, but given Rolf's suspected MO, Thousand Bones and the Skull Clan's rituals require the whole of the body. Mm. Ah, what if, oh, oh, if he's taken it into pieces, hmm, does it have to be, I know he needs the whole body, but does it have to be whole? Or, like, if there were pieces, can we get them and kind of we're trying to put it in a sack? This, this entire operation is basically 
us as the city of Corvosa groveling on our hands and knees to the Skull Clan to forgive us for the murder of Gagan. So the best, if the best we can do is a bunch of body parts in a sack. Hopefully it'll be enough for them. Maybe it'll be a nice sack. I feel sick to my stomach now. I hope that this isn't something that have you have to concern yourselves with, but I'd imagine Gakin's body hopefully will be somewhat distinctive. He was about 18 years old, short brown hair, a very distinct, distinctive scar from a firepelt's claw on his left cheek. Uh, he was a Shoanti of age. He has a great many extensive and distinctive tribal tattoos covering most of his body. Uh, it's, I would hope, unlikely any other freshly killed Shoanti or within the dead warrens today, so... I imagine it shouldn't be difficult to identify his body at the very least. I, I, I don't think f- finding him once we know where he is is going to be the problem. I understand this task is far more gruesome and admittedly very potentially much more perilous than those that you've undertaken in the name of the Corvosan Guard in the past, but... Sorry, you should have seen the fish warehouse you went through. If, if he's got my cousin, there's nothing I, I won't do to get him back. Your nephew, your cousin, or your brother? I keep, keep changing it to see if you remember. It's your nephew the first time you told me, but then you said cousin, and then you said, I don't know which one's the real one. Well, would we stop helping if it no, wasn't one of no, the other? It's just, it's a very, anyways, it's a very hard story to follow. Exactly. Stay safe. Do what you have to do to protect yourselves. Again, Rolf Lamb is a cretin. <laughs> a creature that should not have been allowed to roam the streets freely for as long as he has. And I would not put absolutely anything past him, especially if pressed. Well, something tells me that, uh, Marshall, that he's going to uh, probably put up a bit of a fight and not let us waltz in there. So I think we'll be bringing him in one way or another. Which you must. Right. Prepare as you can. We need to see this matter dealt with swiftly. Uh, Every hour past is another hour that Thousand Bones clan has to stew in their rage. And if his sons, in their fury, return to the clans empty-handed, if they decide to leave the city before we can provide them uh, the body of Gakin, those motions will be unstoppable. But do prepare. That is all. Preparations. Marshall. Changing up my entire spell list. So, I got something special for you. Can't be more special than this. It is. You're going to get a great gun sword test. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know what's nice about a gun sword? It's a gun and also a sword. I mean, that that alone. You can put suppressors on it. I got to tell you, this is pretty terrific. So, I'm going (laughs) to hand you... Five suppressors from my stockpile. <laughs> Are those like water bottles? Uh, basically, what what's going to happen is you put it on the end of your gun, you pull the trigger, and it makes a instead of a bang. Uh, so that's the bang was the coolest uh, part, though. I mean, well, the point is you can fire it once, and no one knows you fired it. I'm going to go do some morning prayers and clean my weapons and get ready for the day. As am I. You, you basically just use some glue. You'll, uh, I'll show you. I want to get glue all over my brand new gun sword. I would imagine it's kind of close to sunrise, right? 
It would be at this point, uh, probably like 30 minutes out from sunrise. You right. certainly see the light starting to bleed into the horizon. Because by technicality, I have to do my religious <laughs> practices. I have to done. wait till sunrise. It actually oh, okay. says it for Lamaika. Fair enough. So you'd have probably like a, an hour and a half. Oh, that's of plenty of time then. Readying yourself. Well, I mean, that's the time it would take. You just need to wait for sunrise where you can do your thing. Yeah, so yeah. you have your hour of preparation. Uh, an hour and a half of readying, uh, teaching <sighs> Darren the very basics of using a gun and not. You know, shooting himself being in the worse foot. for himself or all of you than it is for the people at the other side of the room. Uh, but go to swing it, pull the trigger. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Bang! Oh, oh no. <laughs> are there any particular preparations that the group of you are making before you head to the dead ones? Um, I don't even know what I'm expecting. I necromancer, dead people. Do I? We, Anybody have a religion? Anyone trained in religion um, could definitely try and throw a knowledge check to uh, put some uh, knowledge together. The only religion I know is praying to Aristotle every morning. Uh, there's the 20. <laughs> oh, I got a dirty 20. You're trained in religion? Yeah. Dirty 20, natural 20. Anyone else? I'm, I'm trained I'm in religion. What is religion? So the dirty 20, what you would know most about, uh, perhaps, is the actual practice. You would have... I mean, you, you understand some degree of magic. Uh, it's not like you've studied. You're not a wizard. You're, you're just Levico blesses you, and now you fart fire sometimes. Um, Actually, I do that naturally because of me mom. But you would know a bit <laughs> about the abilities these necromancers have, and it's uh, necromancy itself is an off-the-lined and very misunderstood school of magic. Uh, what, what you do is necromancy. Um, you're... You actually soothe. You don't heal. Soothe. No, it's not. No, he heals. Heal. You, he heals. Heal, you do heal. It you is know, heal. You're divine. You're not a cult. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. you, your healing is necromancy. Yeah. Uh, basically, anything that manipulates the like force of, that is life mm -hmm. is necromantic magic, for better or for worse, positive or negative, the two sides of it. Uh, and as much as it is he, uh, raising skeletons and zombies to do your evil bidding, it is also uh, the light of Saren Ray tending to wounds and uh, treating... Uh, not just injuries, but sicknesses and ailments. Uh, though everything that they have said about this Rolf guy definitely seems like it's probably more the raising skeletons and zombies, negative energy kind of necromancy. Well, um, the difference is necromancy school of magic versus a necromancer. That's fair. That's mm. fair. Mm -hmm. uh, you would know that most of these things, um, most of the magics they wield uh, are things that tear directly at your life force. This is not like a fireball or a lightning bolt you can dodge or a sword that is hitting you. It is things that are going to uh, magically alter your very essence. And uh, it's, with your resources, near impossible really to take specific precautions against that. But a lot of it is not so much like a mental <clears throat> thing as it is like a physical thing. You know, a lot of this stuff that is necromancy, mad, bad touch magic, is fortitude. Yep, um, that's what I figured. So, yep. literal physical hardiness. Stoic nature helps you out perhaps a lot more <laughs> than a steady mind. He's dumber than a bag of bricks, but man, we can't use magic on him. <laughs> um, you, Rhett, perhaps would know a little bit more about... It's not impossible. Like, undead exist in Galarian. They're around. They're a nuisance, and there are plenty of crappy necromancers in and around uh, Corvosa. It's not even impossible that you've run afoul of some a couple of times. 
so you, at the very least, would be a man who knows the difference between a zombie and a skeleton. Um, one has flesh. One has flesh, but one does not have flesh. One's got just bonitis. Mm-hmm. Both <clears throat> horrible amalgams of necromantic magic. You know what works really well on undead? And pure evil. Guns. Depends. You don't say. Um, you would know that your gun, your chunky concussive arquebus, is a very effective at blasting apart skeletons. Not so much zombies. Um, That's why you aim for the head. Who are relatively, which is weird. Your gun is super good. Not great. You know, the thing that <clears throat> canonically like is yeah. the archetype zombie yeah. killer 101. Mm. Not great, actually. <laughs> because neither piercing nor bludgeoning damage is super effective against them. Uh, but the bludgeoning raw force of your bullets just blasts zombies to pieces, or skeletons to pieces. And zombies, to be fair. I mean, if you hit them hard enough. You know, if you get the critical hit, that's the headshot, and that puts the zombie down. zombie, you just gotta get real good. It's definitely harder to put them down with What's fun about zombies is they're also technically skeletons on the inside. Technically, all humans are skeletons on the inside. Wait, if I attack specifically the skeleton on the inside of the zombie. Called shot skeleton. Cheater. Makes him weak to bludgeoning damage. Bam. <laughs> Ignore all the meat on the outside and get right to the shattery bits. Mm. Mm. Uh, after that time, sharing perhaps what knowledge you, what little knowledge you might have about necromancy and the bad things. Well, if it's a skeleton, hit it with the flat of your sword. Don't cut it. If it's a zombie, hit it with the blade on your sword. Don't slap it. Can't I just shoot them both? I mean, you can. Awesome. I mean, I'm just going to burn everything. A burning also is very effective. Not so much on bones, though. That True. would make sense now. However, I'm pretty sure some of my divine magic might counteract oh. some of that. Yeah. Well, the teachings of Erastiel says that if you hit them with a divine lance, I think it is, <laughs> they tend to... Shut up. This is why we don't Turn the holy book to page 350. (laughs) (laughs) There was a little less for the group of you to do, but head out down to the gray corner. Past High Bridge, the southernmost kind of unofficial district of Corvosa. Uh, it is past what was once the outermost walls of Corvosos. There are, on, on most areas, some kind of layered castle walls as the city has expanded with a few hundred years that it's been here. Uh, but this gray district, as it's called, is now just a walled-in, massive cemetery. Uh, it's not an official district, of course, so much as just a title everyone's given it. And... In the wake of King Aedrid's passing and all of the wanton violence that has just racked throughout the city, um, this whole section down here, that southeasternmost little nugget there, is probably the quietest and most peaceful place in the city. Hmm. Uh, you have to go outside an entire set of walls, uh, enclosing you in this sprawling graveyard, uh, where first you would arrive... Uh, to the areas uh, immediately outside where the most important royals and nobility are interred with their massive crypts, uh, their huge headstones and sculptures, uh, before that gives way, after a couple dozen yards, to the more traditional, smaller um, icons of Abadar, Arastal, various gods spread throughout, or just flat stone headstones, uh, interspersed occasionally with graves unmarked entirely. 
But further beyond that is Potter's Ward at the far end of the field. Just final resting ground for Corvosa's poor and homeless. Wide stretches <clears throat> of unmarked dirt hills. Uh, many of them just wide mass graves where those bodies just found throughout the city's alleys and streets are unceremoniously dumped. Uh, a corner basically never visited by mourners as nobody interred here has anyone left who care enough to mourn. Uh, near the furthest edge of this as it starts to fade from just the dirt hills to some small, simple stones, not headstones, but literal rocks that have been seemingly hand-chiseled by untrained craftsmen uh, just to mark various places where some people have at least visited once. It starts to bleed back into some occasional stones and mausoleums. And you would find the toppled sword-wielding gargoyle without any real difficulty. Hmm. That had uh, that the field marshal Croft <clears throat> had a where she told you the deal had taken place. The body had been left, and as you work your way to the gray district here through this huge graveyard that is like hundreds of yards across, um, what are you all doing, Robin? Um, I actually had a quick game question, real okay. quick, since I. Since the way oracles work, they prepare their spells by doing their, you know, prayers and whatever. With uh, cantrips, can I swap one of my cantrips for a different one, or is it... I don't think you have... Do you prep or are you spontaneous? Do you have, like, known spells? Spontaneous. Thank you. I, I, I thought oracles yeah, I were spontaneous. Yeah, I don't think spell swapping uh, let me is double a thing check. you do. Nick, you've played an oracle for, like, literally two years. It's, I have. It's not. been a while. Yeah, so um, you have a repertoire, and those are the spells you know. Okay, so and it, and that's it. You can't change them unless you retrain, which takes weeks. Yeah, never mind. Okay, so you have what you have. What you have. Okay, just double checking. So what are you doing as you travel through this graveyard, here, looking in search of this dead worm? I, I'm going to keep a low profile as best as I can because you know that's what Floblin does. Sneaky beaky. Sneaky beaky. And as I'm being sneaky, I'm going to uh, mutter small. Hymns, maybe even uh, may or may not be spontaneously casting bless on the party as we approach the entrance. Well, you're at a maybe just kind yeah. of toppled statue outside a mausoleum here, so yeah, you could you could throw up a bless. Um, but it'll last, it'll last one minute. Oh yeah, not bad. Then I forgot about that. Short term. Yeah. Um, in that case, I'll just be sneaking around and you know keeping my distance, but keeping an eye an eye open more or less. Uh, then, John, what are you doing? John, as we are going through the graveyard, John is obviously not very happy to be in a graveyard. He is saying prayers to Phrasma and Aristotle both, kind of just looking around, making sure nothing's going to jump up behind a, a, a headstone. He's actually very superstitious about this kind of stuff. It's never comfortable, no matter what you believe. Nobody is comfortable uh, flooring through a graveyard. And especially yes. when we get to the unmarked graves, he actually start saying more prayers audibly louder for the people who haven't had anyone pass by because it is very sad existence to have no one visit you in death. Darren? Um, so Darren's going to be speed looking around. Uh, he's going to be looking for the entrance to where this guy's hideout might be. Um, uh, he'll have his gun sword out and loaded and just ready for trouble. 
Um, but uh, while he's going around, uh, I'm just I'm kind of just you know, you know, the queen went and took that girl. I, you'd think that they'd want the investigation to finish, right? I mean, like that that just doesn't seem right that you're just going to take her from one dungeon to another. I mean. It's not like the Queen's Guard is really going to have time to do a thorough investigation. There's a small staff. Wouldn't you think? You think it would make more sense for the Queen if she wanted to get the truth and wanted to get justice mm. that she would go and like you know. I just you know I just uh, I just it just doesn't feel right. Something bad happens to her because. So this really is a place to be worrying about this. What's quiet? It's quiet, but uh, worrying about the matters of the living in the in the presence of the dead doesn't seem very respectful. She's Does dead. Have any problems with it? Oh, see, the only dead who are gonna have problems with it are the dead we're here to be a problem for. Look, look she, she's she's a scapegoat. Well, we don't know that, but that's the point of the investigation. I don't know. It just, uh, I, it's, I'm sorry. I'll get my head in the game. What are you doing, Arden? Uh, Arden is is also looking around. And, and more specifically, looking around for the the runes, the sigils that he knows that his his nephew may have left, because that's what led him here in the first place. It might give him a, a hint that his his nephew might have gone in there alive. Sneaky beaky with a suppressor on the gun, sticking between the gravestones, oh. ready to put down a zombie. Don't you mean? <laughs> Creepy beaky. all over here, like hiding <laughs> behind these gravestones. Uh, so, were you seeking your scouting? Scouting. scouting? I, I was going to clarify scouting. Okay, that's why I. Um, so, Arden and Darren, roll me a perception check as you approach here. It's a 23. 23 is definitely enough. Um, it's a 22. Looking at this uh, mausoleum that's kind of nearby that the statue has fallen from. Uh, looking around, I imagine as John and Reth, and maybe Loblin's probably hiding out of sight, John and Reth are moving towards the entrance to this. I'm hiding out of sight. Um, Trying to. Yeah, but you get it out of sight towards the front of the thing. What are you going to Out of sight doesn't help you. I know. You, you can out of sight by just not leaving the citadel. Well, you said he's out of sight. Yeah, I'm but inside. I mean, like, you're doing it stealthily. Flobbin's, like, behind a dumpster somewhere. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Move around to the front of this. Um... You two would note that in the soft earth here, there appear to be a there appears to be a single track, a single rut, hmm. um, like a lone wheel dragged through the earth, not to this uh, mausoleum attached to this statue, but further off along the southern wall. Uh, this is accompanied by several what look like children's footprints. Hmm. It's like two sets of them. Well, he takes after his father, Hunt Prey. Fair enough. Hmm. I, I get a 23 also on this Okay, so that stuff I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what I'm asking is, do, do I see any sigils? You would not say anything here, no. Okay. Tracks. It looks like they came here with a cart. Small footprints, too. Maybe, uh, like his father, he goes and uses children for labor. It, it wouldn't surprise me, the monster. Well, it speaks... It actually makes me hopeful, because if he keeps children for labor, he's less likely to use them for something else. Let's, uh, 
let's see where these tracks go. And I'm just going to try to follow, just keep an eye out further out to see if I can find more signs of ruts or footprints. Fair enough. Uh, so you will switch to tracking, mm -hmm. following these here as you go. Uh, and it's not something that you need to do a roll for, but it is something you have to focus on enough because the single rut of this wheel uh, is a deep enough impression that it's relatively easy to follow, uh, even as this cuts through grass and weeds mm -hmm. about some of these uh, throughout these untended graves here at the end of Potter's Ward. This would spiral around um, some two dozen feet to the south wall to a separate standing crypt, uh, where you would see these clearly had passed over onto the stone threshold, uh, where the tracks are gone entirely, but must certainly have gone through the large, uh, thick, just kind of rough iron gate that's sort of loosely hung across the front entrance of this thing here. Hmm. Uh, but it's a, it's a big, open, like, decorative gate. You can clearly see the inside of the crypt. Uh, it's only about 10 feet by 10 feet inside um, and appears to not hold, it will hold a single coffin, but it doesn't look like it's occupied. It's just a wooden coffin kind of upright against the wall and a couple of small crates. Hmm. Um, and then just Arden is seeking now. Give me a perception check here. Uh, that's going to be a 31. The heck? 19. 19. And I'm oh, I'm expert right. in perception. A 31, they definitely could at least exceed. Um, <clears throat> you... And a wisdom character. Yeah. Looking into the room briefly, um, it's not even under the crates so much as next to it. Um, there is a tile that is kind of just separate from the rest. The floor is mostly just four large stone slabs each a quarter of this crypt but there's one that's just kind of scored out that clearly detaches it's not very difficult to see at all uh, but also next to one of the hinges of this iron gate on the crypt down almost at ground level like knee height you would see one of those little druidic sigils carved into the stone of the crypt itself that that's that's the door that's that's the door it's I mean, the stone, the stone talks to me and, and it is different here. And that's, that's my cousin Sigil, my, my nephew Sigil, also my cousin. It's weird, our family. <laughs> Somehow your uncle too. <laughs> but, uh, but good then. Uh, well then this gate, um, I'm just going to check the gate out to see if there's, a, if it does it open it easily. Latch, much, less, much less lock. It's just purely a decorative thing. It's put up on the front here, perhaps at least to keep like random scavenging animals out. I'll um, take out some of my gun cleaning oil and oil the hinges a little bit and then just open one of them. Do you think he's still alive, Darren? Almost assuredly. Of course he is. They need him to pull the cart. Okay. And uh, with the inside of this here, Arden could easily point out this small tile on the floor, uh, which as you get closer actually even has a set of hinges set into the scored groove of the stone behind it. Um, it folds open as a simple trap door that leads to a very narrow staircase descending down into the darkness. Here, I think, is where we'll take our midstream break. Before we descend into the depths of the dead Warrens after Wolf Lamb, we started this adventure <coughs> raiding a fishery brought together by our hatred for this man's father and the horrible things that he's done, and now, we're going to end this first season of The Hook by going after his son. 
an equally, if not possibly somehow more <laughs> evil being. The apple rots not far from the tree. Lamb the sequel. <laughs> the bigger jerk. A couple of minutes, everyone. Probably 10 to 15 minute break. Feel free to stand up, stretch your legs, grab some snacks, but go, don't go too far because when you return, you're going down and down. Don't steal my bacon. Who knows what we'll find. But I ate we all the bacon. Zombies. Welcome back, buddy. Oh, baby. This adventure does have dungeons in it. Dungeon! We want an adventure. We want to die in a hole. Those Why not to die in a hole, but you might die in a hole. Might die in a hole. Someone's going to die in a hole. Those were some pretty hot chips. Dunga. As we left off, <laughs> the group of you had been sent out to the Dead Warrens to recover the body of a Shawanti man named Gakin. Uh, who had been murdered by the mob and his corpse sold to a necromancer. None other than Rolf Lamb, the son of the Gadron Lamb, responsible for bringing the five of you together in the first place. You had found a trap door in the cemetery that leads down to these dead warrens, down into the darkness below. And even with the light of the sun behind you, it's not going to go much further down these stairs. You're going to need some way to see. I, 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 I you, you gonna take care of it? You could both take care of it. I mean, Did I'm literally casting light yeah. by just making my hair brighter. <laughs> that makes sense. Him. I like that. So, uh, Foblin hairs, hairs, Foblin's hair starts to glow a little brighter. Um, are you? I'll put some. I'll, I'll put it on my 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 backs, so that it it lights us from behind as well. So the two of you start to uh, radiate a little bit of this light. It's not particularly potent. Um, it's little better than a torch, and if only for being a bit more steady. Uh, not doing a lot really to make this descent down this dark staircase that much more comfortable, but. The five of you, uh, if there's no, that's all the, that's all the cantrips you got, so unless anyone's pulling out torches or anything. I um, need both of my hands. I think all three of you used to anyway. I all have to be small. Well, yeah. optional. The five of you begin to make your way down the staircase. Fortunately, not uh, far past the initial trap door, the staircase that seems so crudely hewn into the stone uh, gives way to something else entirely, a wider staircase. Uh, mm -hmm. that seems to be a fair bit more intentionally crafted, and one with enough space uh, for you to not cram your way down to this hole. But that said, it is still quite <clears throat> claustrophobic. Uh, when we get to this wider staircase, uh, Arden kind of stops, and uh, you'll hear him uh, intone, granulite, granulite, periodote, and um, his eyes will change and they'll get wider and his pupils will kind of hone in and I will turn on dark vision. Okay. Now the casting of dark vision. If I'm going to seek, uh, I might as well seek right. Your vision now extending it down to a landing uh, some 15 feet below that looks like it precedes only a small space before the stairs can you down to another final <clears throat> floor 25 feet below you. Now, the group of you would all come down to the base of this chamber uh, where everything expands, uh, opening up rather abruptly into a very large room uh, supported in its center by four wide stone pillars. 
the ceiling above arches upwards into a dome nearly 20 feet high at its apex, hmm. uh, which must be only maybe a dozen or a little more feet below the surface of the ground up above. Um, the walls are not stone, but would like to be hardened mud, caked with skeletons, mostly adult human bones, but here and there, smaller bones from halflings or gnomes or maybe children lining every surface around this huge room. It is a grim sight, to be sure. Either side of you, this chamber, there's two 15-foot square pits set about five feet further down from this central platform with massive heaps of bones Mm. just piled within each of them like so much refuse. Seems so excessive. And uh, to the south of this grim sepulchre, a very crude hole has been gouged into the wall, uh, continuing forth into the darkness in a much shoddier hewn cavern. Hmm. A passage. I I feel like who whoever de- decorated this place ne- needs needs to, to rethink their their choices. Yeah, uh, seems like they overdid it a bit. I mean, oh, keep going. He's not gonna <clears throat> stop. They're gonna stop and start talking. John's gonna keep going. These pits to the left and right. Do they are? Do, do, I I can't quite see at the edge of the torchlight. I'll get closer if I have to. But do, does it just like a pit of bones and then it just that's it? That's all there is. You can't go through them to yeah, get so to another you one. Step over, not to the edge, but like to get a little closer to. Uh, I mean, you need to bring a. You know, you don't have a light switch. You're not a light switch. I don't actually, but I can go drag uh, Floblin by his lapel. So you would fly, You drag Floblin over <laughs> to let's say the. the I'm a lantern. One of these. <laughs> <laughs> the flickering firelight from his hair. Uh, illuminating that they are just kind of a flat pit. And again, it just looks like a refuse heap huh. of the skeletal remains that as it sinks five feet down are heaped so high, the top of it's almost level with the floor that you're on. Uh. Um, why don't you make me a perception check? That's a lot of bones. Uh, bones. 19. Uh, with a 19, as you look down at this, it looks almost entirely like discarded single bones. They aren't even like whole skeletons. Hmm. They're just bits. Hmm. Uh, but throughout the out, like the kind of front end of this pile, you can see <clears throat> four little skulls all kind of seemingly turned in this heap towards uh, the staircase. It's in kind of an unsettling way. As you look at each of them, uh, they are actually still attached to spines, which are attached to ribs and shoulders and full bodies. And you would just see as they clattered to life to pull themselves from the pile, four fully fledged skeletons starting to emerge from this heap. Uh, oh boy. Oh, uh, boy. oh boy. And I need They're moving to roll me some initiative. May I use Sloblin and Wrath, you can roll stealth, of course, you've been sneaking. Sweet. And I'm... Scouting, scouting, so... Are you scouting, Oof. so plus one for everyone. Woo! That is going to be... I believe plus one. Uh, is the scouting only if you roll perception for initiative? No I think I scouting actually doesn't apply if 18. you're sneaking. But I'm not sure. I thought scouting's just a plus so one circumstance to initiative. Right, so plus one 18, for everyone. right? Okay. Like, there's a one there? Yeah. Okay. I know um, even looking at that dice face-to-face, face, it's hard to see that one. I know. Ref. I haven't rolled yet because I'm checking my stealth, so... 
a 24. All right. Uh, we'll hop over to Darren. 18. 18. John. 11. Ooh. John's just trying no. to go. He's not paying any attention. He doesn't want to be here. Pardon? 31. 31. Floblin. A dirty 20. Dirty 20. So we are spread all over the board here. Also, much um, scared, as you say. I kind of like being in the He's middle. Spooked. Squad of skeletons. Spooky. Spooky bomb boys. Coming in. Skeletals. Very skeleton. <clears throat> yeah. Um, with an 18. Just gonna put them in here. And uh, as I imagine Darren calls out this alarm as these four clatter to life opposite. Is that the right pit? Okay, fair enough. It's uh, one pit. up next to you, yeah. Opposite pit from that. Uh, John, as you're walking, you are unable to ignore a rattling roar coming out from the western side of the room uh, as a much, much larger hulking set of bones starts to rise up from the pile. Uh, you see a skull with two hollowed eyes almost on the sides and a massive beak protruding out from it. Oh, hmm. boy. And he's going to get a 22. Let's put him right in here. Arden. Whoa. A zombie first. owl bear. Looks like a zombie owl bear. That's pretty neat looking. It's really cool. Is that... It's horrifying, but it's cool. Not a practitioner. Uh, Arden will see th that thing appear, and he will uh, immediately look at it and go, Archaea Cygnus Incantum, and uh, throw out uh, a Disrupt Undead. Okay. That's a fort save, right? It is. He is going to get a 26. Uh, 26 He's a big lad. will succeed, but not critically succeed. Uh, so he will take half, right? If it's a basic fort, yeah. then yes. 10. Uh, so he'll take seven damage. I rolled really well. It's 2d6. That's literally not possible. No 2d6 plus your spellcasting modifier. Oh, I disrupted undead? Mm -hmm. oh, it's enough. not days. I was thinking it was like yeah. days bad. Okay. No. Okie dokie. And then uh, Darren will... Uh, I'm Darren. Arden will step back. Yeah, Reth up at the base of the stairs here. As you see both these piles animating. Oh, he's got a card. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Play the start of your turn. Make a strike against each foe within reach. Multiple attack penalty applies as normal. At the end of this, your turn ends and you're fatigued. Ouch. Ooh. Nice. Okay. Bang, 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 bang. McCree time. So he's just going, <laughs> he's just going nuts. All right, so you get multiple so, attack penalty. Uh, mm -hmm. So where are you starting? Starting with the skeletons. Final attacks going on him. Okay. I'm aware three of these will be at a minus 10. Yes. So skeleton in the front, skeleton beside him, and then the rest. So first one is going to be uh, 16 on the die, so 29. Plus 13 to hit? Yes. Gunslinger. I'm, I'm a fighter, but gun. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, that'll critically hit, and that first skeleton's just going to frickin' explode. There's literally no chance he survives a critical hit. Right. All right. concussive blast. <laughs> nice. And that's an 18 on the die, so... He's dead too. 26. Second one explodes. 
Uh, four on the die. So a minus ten, no answer. Yeah. Seventeen becomes a seven. Basically, I'm fishing for twenties. Well, what's so? What's your total? Nineteen. It's a seventeen. So it's a seven. Becomes a so seven plus so 20? 13, twelve is seven. nineteen plus thirteen. Oh. Okay, so that's actually a 20. Yeah, I'm like, maybe yeah, tell me because you probably hit him. 20 I, hits. I was just yeah. thinking of the minus yeah. 10. 20 will hit. All righty. That's the last of the small skeletons. I thought there was. Where did my four. D8 go? I don't know. Here, have a D8. That'll work. Eat. I had a pile of all the specific dice I needed, and my D8's gone. Eat two of them, right? I do need two of them because We're I have striking a striking rune. rune now. Here we go. Have a D8. So another D8. Four, a five and a four is a nine, ten, eleven. Also, I would like to point out that the critical was my first attack, and it would have added a d6 of precision from sniper. Okay, he super exploded. Yes. Um, and then one to this large. Well, I still got one more guy over here. You, you, missed, you missed, missed him. You missed him. You're a little four right. on the dot. Oh, four. Okay. Yep, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. I you forgot about that. Can't keep shooting on another dead. Big dude. Twenty. There it is. The oh nat twenty. God. That'll crit. So, um, I'm gonna roll a bunch of dice. Fred, never punished. Never, <laughs> never punished. <laughs> yeah, the big guy's gonna be last. I'm not expecting to even hit him, but sure, I crit him. <sighs> Alrighty. So, <laughs> that is four, and that is seven. So, I didn't specify which one is the fatal dice. Red is fatal. Okay. I mean, I, I trust you to do your math. You know, you know it's yeah. fatal. So okay, so red was a four. That's just four damage. Seven have, becomes fourteen. You have an extra die, sir. I do get. I do get these. This is the fatal dice. New rune. Okay. So yeah, new rune. Three fatal damage. So seven, eleven, twenty-two. Twenty-six, twenty-nine damage. Jeez. And that was on a bad roll. It blasts a huge chunk out of this uh, creature as this last bullet uh, just shatters through its shoulder blade, uh, blowing an entire arm off of the owlbear skeleton. Um, and you are fatigued yeah. now. So you guys just hear <laughs> this weird, like, clicking noise as you hear the first poof, and then you hear bang, 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 bang. Looking back over. Action archivist. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Is it, is it, is it broken? <laughs> Turns out it wasn't a new rune. It's just you, a gun upgrade. You can do that? <laughs> Say You shouldn't. It almost broke. Don't, don't try that. And, uh, the heck I don't want to try that. The owlbear <laughs> responds with a blood-curdling <clears throat> screech, a high-pitched, rattling cry Uh as it claws its way up out of the pit here with this one remaining arm, uh, clearly kind of struggling to fit itself up this narrow staircase, uh, battering through the uh, rails on either side of it on, on the edge of the platform uh, before rampaging up towards, I think, John is the closest there. Who, who just, just wanted to leave. Who just <laughs> wanted to leave. Nice, Albert. Very good, Albert. Let's go back to sleep. just wanted to go somewhere else. I need everybody to make me a will save. Whoosh. We'll save and say. John just wants to go home. I got a 10. Oh, I got a 3 on the die. Alright, we have to start with you. So, uh, 12. You're frightened too. It Pardon? didn't die after taking a critical hit, I'm afraid. <laughs> 27. You are fine. Uh, Floblin? 
24. You are frightened one, John. Ten. Oh, really? You are frightened two. Frightened one. Oh, um. <clears throat> bravery. Bravery. Yeah, frightened, frightened one from bravery. And Darren. 25. You are fine. Okay. She just wants to go home. So frightened one as this thing rampages up to you and then just slams down with its one, um, Actually, it would. It's got the one claw. It's using to launch itself. It would launch itself, beak open, give it some flesh, just kind of draped across the side of its face from the force as it throws itself towards you, um, almost smashing more than just pecking with his beak. Uh, with a 19 to hit, does not hit as, as not even with frightened one AC 20. As it comes down with his beak, John literally. Sh- Shoves his, he has a van brace on, he shoves it in there and kind of holds it back, trying to make sure the weight doesn't come off it. Bravery value, frightened who would have hit you. Yeah. Oof. Flavlin. Oh dear, this is not good. So, the Vico says, burn it. Burn it very good. Bless. And then uh, he's going to go attack shield because he does not want to play with that. All right, this last skeleton in the pit is going to uh, pull its arm back, uh, dragging out this rusty, jagged piece of metal. Uh, just a scrap more than a weapon. And it hisses and shambles up towards the staircase. This thing overhead as it makes its way up towards Darren uh, before bringing it down towards you. <laughs> For a 14 uh, to hit. Yeah, actually parry it with the gun barrel. You throw him off balance enough, and it comes back around, just swiping wide with its free hand um, for a an 18. I'll duck under it. And he is a little rambling little skeleton. He's not... It's spooky, but he's just throwing at you, and it's your turn. Dude. Yeah, I see that. Um, I, I, I was a little bit close to get the shot off, um, so I'll... As much as I really want to shoot him... I, just, just dang it, he got up on me. Um... Hunt prey, and then I'm just gonna kick him right in his pelvis with a boot. Just unarm strike. Boot, unarm strike. Uh, that's gonna be a. I am. I'm next to Floblin, who ca- who cast bless. So that's gonna be a sixteen. You're, you're kind of holding me. Sixteen is his AC. So by the yeah. power, like I'll be priced. That's gonna be ten damage bashing. And you boot him back down into that heap. <laughs> As uh, seemingly with very minimal effort, he just flies apart, <laughs> scattered like again so much refuse back into this pile. Oh, uh, uh okay, uh, big thing then. Uh, hunt prey him. Haha, <laughs> 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 ha, wait, haha, <laughs> John, <laughs> shaking it off, hand on his side. He's gonna step forward. Hi, no one said anything about giant bears that are skeletons. You said skeleton peoples. This is stupid. I'm um, gonna just bring the scythe down, full strikes. Like I'm not even worship Phrasma regularly. Um, with a power attack, but it is going to have a four to hit. That's a total of a sixteen. Sixteen will hit. Even with the oh, giant oh. owlbear skeleton, it's not yeah particularly so, agile. With a power attack, is one extra d, one extra power to mm-hmm. die. Correct. So I have three. Oh boy. Big smacks. Um, eight sixteen. 25. What do you do, John? What happens? <laughs> <laughs> we did it again. A crit and a kill. A crit and a kill. As I am bringing down the scythe, John is actually reciting a short prayer he's heard from Phrasma. Once on the arm, he brings it back around and just pulls it through the head. Just, I just want this thing gone. 
the screeching hey, I did seven stops immediately as the head severs from this owl bear, and this massive skeleton just collapses into a heap at the top of the stairs on the west side of the room. Huh. Well, well that wasn't so bad. The, the, oh, good job, Joel. That sh- sure went better than I thought it was going to. Um, you mind if I burn the corpse just in case? I, 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 you know, normally I'd object to it, but I really can't think of a reason not to. I think I pulled right. something in my elbow doing As, that maneuver. That was amazing! That you shot like the- well, why not? You shot the whole freaking room! How, can I do that? How, can right. you show me how you did that? I'm, broke I'm just going to do anything remotely humanoid. Arm. <laughs> Next room. Next room. You, you do look a little sore. You won't stick with this whole I'm going to leave you behind. <laughs> oh, you're going to wander off by yourself do down you here, wants, are you? You want some more skeletons to come out of the pit because there's a lot of bones. Yeah, but they're all in pieces. He's already making his way towards this small, almost hole in the southern wall. I'll bury you. It is. <laughs> Only about a little over six feet high. Um, so it's not like you have to squeeze, but it is uncomfortably small. Uh, this almost mine shaft that clearly has just been hewn through the rock here uh, by pick and claw. Uh, but as John's going, what are the rest of you doing? John's, John's going. Following, Following along. Everyone's coming along. Is it sneaky, so it's, sneaky, it's sneaky. narrow passages all it's the way quite through? quite narrow. This would require you to re- uh, proceed single file. Um, John's going to the front there. It sounds John, like. yeah, I mean, I mean, if no one's going to stop me, but John is going to take a moment to switch out to a weapon that doesn't No one's going to stop you. Yeah. yeah. This is this is a like a single file passageway yeah. for sure. Uh, so he's going to just pull out his spear and just walk with the spear forward. I'm going to actually be right behind him, I think. Actually, no. Flabble sword and shield. Stealthy. Sword and shield? Yeah, sword and Flabble shield. Flabble sneaking around up, so scurries up behind John. Just Darren will take middle point. Darren. I'll be behind Darren. Is it an exploration action to have your shield raised? Yes. Yes, that is what John's going to do. He's going to switch from scouting to mm-hmm. having his shield raised your when he's in front. Shield up, really protecting yourself. Uh, this kicks away to the side, uh, this tunnel not even really having been hewn straight back into the wall. Uh, jagging off at an angle near immediately before it forks two ways, right or left. Left. Both look basically <laughs> similar. You can't see much of anything, but uh, continuing on, it jerks right, and you click back left to keep pressing hopefully deeper into this. Uh, as it turns and reveals before you a another cave-like chamber. Uh, this one, clearly much less impressive. Uh, than the sepulchre you'd left. <clears throat> Three small wooden tables dominating the vast majority of the space in this room. Uh, the ceiling in here not any higher than it is in the passageways, but at least the rough hewn walls open up to allow some space, though the gaps around these three tables and a small cupboard leaned up on the, on the left side don't leave a whole lot of room for maneuverability. Uh, all the surfaces in this room are stained red with old blood. And there's several other passages that head around from here. On your right, there would be a 10 foot wide, uh, large hutch with woven wicker doors Hmm. atop it um, that you can just kind of get a glimpse through with your lights and look like it leads into some kind of a straw-lined cave. Another small passage uh, on the left in the back side of the room, but where there's a couple of figures in here. First of all, there is a body. A humanoid body on the farthest table into the chamber, which looks like it's just kind of been dumped there completely unceremoniously. Uh, It is covered in insects. Large, almost forearm-sized winged insects with long mosquito-like snouts 
and uh, clear latticed wings folded over their body. Uh, two of them, their abdomens have already started to expand and swell with the bright red blood from this corpse. And a small figure is literally holding a fourth one in, in, in her little hands, holding it up to affix it to this body. And she turns as the lights come into the room, and you see a very squat little figure. Mm-hmm. Kind of, almost sort of looks like a gnome mm. with pallid blue skin and stark white frizzy hair. Uh, with this one that just kind of runs back almost like a wide mohawk uh, across the top of her head. Her features are very sunken and angled. And as she looks over towards you, uh, clad in some very strange, what you hope are leathers and you know, tra- of the traditional sort, mm. she sees you and immediately reaches for a very strange little weapon <clears throat> uh, that you, looks to be almost like a hooked sickle attached to an incredibly large rope and a weird weight at the far end of it. Just gnome things. Just gnome things. Uh, but you see her and she sees you. She reaches for this with one hand and smacks the corpse with the other, dislodging two of these insects as they start to buzz up around the chamber angrily uh, and drawn towards either your warmth or your light, shoot towards the entrance you are coming in from. Roll initiative again, immediately. So, Dungeon! It's ever come up before, but I can no longer take exploration activities because I'm fatigued. fatigued. So I'm just rolling perception. Which means no one shot, one kill. Some horrible bugs. I'm just not feeling it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just not feeling the, the skeletons, bugs, weird gnome. That dies. And here is <clears throat> Sturgis. Strange blue little. Sturge of well, she looks like someone who'll come quietly. She very much does not. <laughs> Shh, I'm praying. Harden, what do you got? She's using a Kusari 22. Kind of. Rep? Uh, 17. Wobbling? I also got a 17. Let's go first. Uh, You're in you the mind front. If, you, you mind if I go first? I don't John. Think 11. And Darren. Uh, 23. No one's scouting, right? No, no one's scouting. scouting. Yeah, 23. You had 22, Arden? Yeah. All right, our little bugs. We're going to come up with a... These things are just... 22. They are quite fast. Hmm. Giant mosquitoes. <clears throat> They're yeah, basically giant mosquitoes. Oh. Ye olden sturge. Yeah. Um, and sturge this sturge of doom. We know it's small blue woman. I forgot my I forgot my mosquito killer at home. Dang it! Oh, I got my mosquito. What did killer. you have, Flub? On you? What did you get? I got a seventeen. She also got a seventeen. Okay, I wasn't sure if you got seventeen or eighteen. Okay. Nine is <laughs> in the way. So, Darren, you are the only one here with any real level of like formal training, and <clears throat> you see and hear things happening and your party in front of you is just kind of dumbstruck for a moment. But you react quickly, but I'm kind of a little far back the line here. Yeah. Uh, well, um, hmm. Those mosquitoes. Ah, John can handle the mosquitoes. Uh, hunt prey the, uh, hunt, hunt prey the, the, it's, I almost hesitate to call her a gnome. She looks really like, like that picture on the Lenome-esque. card. Gnome-esque. Yeah. It definitely does Gnome-esque. not look like a gnome. Yeah, like, I, I think... Uh, like a gnome-like, small, humanoid. Clearly, it's like, you gnome-tangential. Know, 
What, what, what would what the gnome version of Drow be? She kind of looks like that. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Um, under gnomes. Under gnomes. Yeah, under gnomes. Well, whatever it is, hunt uh, prey on that. Fliblin. <laughs> yeah. And uh, quick, uh, take a shot and see, just over Floblin's head. Looks like I can. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely give her like. She'll probably have cover. You can take a shot. She's definitely gonna cover. Okay. And is uh, Floblin's bless still up? It was a minute he cast it at the very end of combat, and we just two walked. Rounds two rounds left. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'll take a shot. Ow. Ooh, that's a two on the die. I don't think I hit her. Yeah, so loose that through this narrow passageway here. It was mm -hmm. almost a hopeless shot to take because it glances off a wall nearby her. Um, and uh, he'll quickly like slide up and reload, slam it back down again. You don't oh, that's have cool. the ignore cover thing, do you? The, two... the ignore cover thing is called bless. <laughs> that's fair. So the silence gunshot absolutely just... Silent. Silence. You put another silence around? Well, no, I you never shot, shot in the first place. <laughs> You, uh, <laughs> this thing shatters, you hear behind you, Floblin. These two small insects uh, immediately fly up into the doorway here. And I, I, think, I don't think I bothered making tokens for you. I don't remember if I did or not. I did? Okay. They fly up in the doorway towards John. Uh, but they would fly past John actually onto Floblin. Uh, Hello, Light You are small and warm and bright. And oh, they boy. are absolutely going to go for that. Uh, so... Mama, we said that that was he the key to friendship. Yet. No, I haven't oh, gone yet. Oh, he hasn't gone yet. I see you got the excitement, but he hasn't. No, gone yet. I wasn't going to use it anyways. Um, you weren't going to use it. Anyway. Problem. They're going to come for me. I use them. <laughs> I have a shield raised. I'm ready for shield blocks, sir. These, these, these insects, like, whiz He's right fine. around you. Probably again, like six, eight inches long, um, and fly down around Flobbler. You would find yourself immediately getting swarmed <clears throat> by a pair of oh. bloodseekers. Listen, they, this is Gross. not as bad as you think it's going to be. It's just a light little prick and then uh, some blood gets drawn out. 23 for the first one. Uh, that is a regular hit. Okay. I don't think crits matter on these guys. Uh, second one, literal natural one. Okay. Uh, so it's just going so to I, I dodge. I, I dodged the first one and then get sidewinded by the other one. 18 on the second swing for the second one. Uh, 18 is a miss. Okay. So one of them is just buzzing around you, and the other one, uh, you would all see it kind of land on Foblin's, like on the front of his shoulder, and sink its little mouth into the top of his shoulder. The other one is trying to, like, get a purchase, but the first thing is in the way of the second thing. And, and his hair's on a, fire. Yeah, his hair's on fire. It's not a huge buzz. Yeah, such such is life. Like, it's just sort of buzzing around him. Um, and as this thing gives you a little bit of uh, suck here. Now, you don't really feel any pain. It is like getting bit by a mosquito. You don't feel anything initially. They're designed mm -hmm. very much not to do that. I... Uh, but you do feel a bit drained. You take four damage as you just sort of start to feel lightheaded. Oh, you want a token for a little lady I'll trade you token? five skeletons. I don't have little bug tokens, but That's there's fine. a little uh, lady token. Uh, as you start to feel a little bit lightheaded, uh, and you are also going to lose four more health because you are drained one. So, so like to total of Your eight. max goes down four, your current goes down eight. Oh. Oh. Yep. Well, that's well, drained is the drained gift that keeps one. on the giving. The cards are out there somewhere. Um, oh, I, I got yeah. Gotcha. Arden. Uh, Arden uh, will, will eye one of the, the mosquitoes and go, I, I, I know what to do with you. Inflame! And uh, sh sh he, he will fire a little uh, poof of flame that will expand and jolt into this thing. 
Uh, you target the one that is currently <clears throat> stuck? Yep. Okay. And and uh, while uh, he does this, uh, you'll actually uh, see his body light up with flame, and you'll also you'll feel the air around him uh, get to be a little bit different, and his attunement uh, from the earth will shift to fire. Okay. And I need the mosquito to make a fortitude save. I think you have to hit it first. I don't have to hit it. I think this is your attunement thing this going on. This is my off. attunement thing going on. Okay. You don't have to hit it? It's spicy air. It's oh, spicy, spicy air. air. Both of them or one of them? Is it a AoE? Or? I think it's just the one I'm targeting. Okay, okay which is the one on Flava, right? Yeah. Um, they're probably great at fortitude. Uh, 16. Uh, that is going to fail. Um, he's going to be uh, fatigued until he drinks water or blood or, you know, Good whatever. Thing, that's the only thing he does. So <laughs> he's got that going for him. He is fatigued until he sucks, though. It's going to be a 24. Uh, 24 is absolutely going to hit. Um, that is Fatigue doesn't actually know going to matters. critically hit well, because it is attached to Floblin. It's not really moving. <laughs> they just landed. They didn't roll or anything. Just, these are your numbers. <laughs> Here you go. Course. Uh, that's going to be uh, 16 points of fire damage. Yeah, it's a tiny mosquito. 16 points of points of fire dam- fire damage is actually just going to blast this thing, and you're going to see it. What the? Like this, this hit literally launched this thing charred and smoldering off of Floblin. Since when can you do fire? And those, <laughs> those of you behind Floblin see as its head kind of rips out of his body, where it embedded, it starts to bleed, uh, blood running almost like water out of the small hole. You are not taking bleeding what, what, what are you talking oh. about? I, I am fire. He says, still looking a little bit glowy. Uh. Unless, that, unless that attunement was an action. I have literally no idea what you just did. Uh, attunement's free. Attunement's free. Okay, you have one action left then. Secrets of magic. Uh, I will uh, actually just stay where I am and hold. Okay. Um, scooping up this weird little weapon off the floor. This woman charges up towards the group of you at the front of the room. Is what it looks like as she runs down the eastern side past all the tables. Uh, But then just before maybe 10 feet out, she uh, turns and shoulders to the side, uh, dipping through a doorway just around the inside corner from you. Ah, okay. Out of sight. Does anybody speak under common? You speak under common. Uh, you would hear. Grew up in a mine. I did. You grew up in a mine. Stop here. Yeah, fitting. Uh, you would hear a call out in under common. Intruders! Intruders! Help! Oh boy. Uh, th- th- they know we're here, guys. Oh. And she would uh, disappear why. around this corner. <laughs> like the gunshots earlier didn't alert everyone in the cavern. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, with that many going off at the same time, you might not know it's a gunshot. That could be yeah. anything. That could be a cart on the street. It could have been the entrance caving in. It could have yeah. been Nothing to be concerned about. Well, uh, let's see. Unfortunately, I don't think that'll do anything for my condition at the moment. So, when in doubt, I'm going to extend my bless by spending an action by five more feet so my buddies can get a little bit more of a- Mega uh, bless for the last round. For better things and do stuff. And uh, there's still one bug like near me, right? There's one buzzing around you, yeah. Uh, I guess I'm going to uh, do what I do best. And uh, give me one sec, I gotta find, where did my cantrip go? 
Anyway. Ah, there we go. Ah, Dakan! The Perlu's Flame. Make an attack roll. And because I'm level four now, my racial feat makes it a plus two. It just bursts. Yeah, it's yeah. dead. It's, it's, uh, it's super dead. His hair. Super, just, super. Just, Bob was just throwing fire. He's got to assert flaming dominance. It's absolutely disintegrating the second blood secret, removing it from the list of things that exist. For anyone who wants to know, that was a 30 altogether. Yeah, yeah that thing is uh, cinders now. Uh, that one's just gone. That one evaporated, gone from this mortal plane. And then I think I take, what, four more damage, right? Uh, you take one more damage, and oh. then you roll to see if it ends. No, so if you were bleeding, drained, that's yeah. the Pathfinder one. We don't do that here. Yeah. Not yeah. No more con How bleeds. How about some con bleeds? No more con bleeds. No it. remembers. Yeah, no, that was a... Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a fail, because that was like still, It's literally just a flat check. For, uh, so red, yeah. in the back of the line here. Um, you would barely just see a tiny little glimpse. I just see the no hair go by. Things sprint by and out of view. Wait, is it? The bugs are dead. Where'd it go? Uh, just holding while I'm scanning with my rifle. All right, John. Um, she didn't have to get help. I'm not chasing after her. Um, I'm gonna look behind gob Goblin, rip off a piece of cloth, and just kind of ah! try to staunch the bleeding. <laughs> I like that's, to imagine that's how you do literally it. Literally, just yeah. slap, <laughs> slap it on. Just maybe a flat check. Yeah, sir. That's two actions to do yeah, that, two right? Actions. 20. <laughs> you stop bleeding. You <laughs> he crams it into <laughs> the hole. <laughs> I appreciate it, but did you have to be rough? I'm going to walk <laughs> over. I'm going to walk around slowly, piecing it out until I see the passageway. And uh, as you come around the corner, you can see that in the far... Uh, in the corner of this room, about like 10 anything. feet around. Yeah, it's a very small little passageway. You don't have a light source with you. Yeah. So, like, you can see these walls kind of tuck in the darkness. You can, like, reach a little bit with your spear and feel there's nothing there. There is an even narrower passageway Could here. I just drag Floblin with me? <laughs> can I force movement Floblin? You cannot. No. Dang. Uh, but it's completely dark. Uh, this little gnome thing just dipped into this. It doesn't have a light source. It doesn't have anything. It's just gone into the, this hole that goes back. You have no idea how far. All right, then. We need some light sources up here quick. I'll, I'm get, get getting there. Um. Do I... Ow! Bonks are on the wall. <laughs> do I... Um. I, I see that there's still those two other... Uh, blood seekers at the end of the room, but they're just kind of like plugged on they that body, on right? That corpse having a great time. I've... There are definitely two of them, very affixed. Like they didn't shake off when she hit the body; yeah. they're just sucking. I am not gonna bother them. Um, I'm just gonna hold and I say, "Well, it looks like we might be clean for now. Here, let's move up into the room carefully." So you're holding. So yeah. Uh, uh, let me get get up there so you can actually see something. I'll. Uh... Go up to where uh, J John is. It's like, like a whole move to yep. squeeze through your team here. But as you get up and illuminate the room properly uh, with your light magic. And, and uh, I also have dark vision, so I can maybe see where she's going a little bit. I mean, you also have light, so you That's can true. both see where she's going a little bit. This this even smaller passageway <clears throat> uh, is incredibly narrow. Uh, it's only about four and a half feet tall. Hmm. And uh, even less than that around a very thin passageway that's kind of bored into the rock here um, that you can see 
much akin to the trapdoor that had led here in the surface. There was a rock face over this that's on hinges that she shoved in hmm. uh, to get through. And it goes only about like 15 feet back as far as you can see before it looks like it also trails off in multiple directions. You can't immediately see where she got to. We have two actions left. Uh, the the first one uh, will be to uh, look over to those uh, two passageways and uh, uh, cast out Vitam. Uh, no direction. Okay. To know which way is north. Uh, as you're looking up here, as you stand, the direction that you are facing into this passage, uh, you get is north, back up towards town. But uh, the distance, of course, all these caverns is so short that surely none of this leaves uh, the wardens underneath the Great District. Uh, then I will uh, uh, switch my activity and start tracking. Okay. You don't have an activity. It's just like an action. Which uh, is very I, I, I will start um, tracking. So make me a survival check. Um, and because I uh, am uh, a stone druid, I get plus one survival because I'm in you an underground area. You are in a stone cave. This is your absolute element here. We did it, folks. Best day ever. <laughs> Mother nine. Uh, it's gonna be 19, uh, 20. She just really can't see in the dark as good as she thought. The she 20? keeps bumping the walls. Uh, with a 20. 20 is good. As you look, there is, this place is not immaculately <clears throat> clean. It may surprise you to learn. Um, there is some degree of dirt and grime uh, throughout the area. Uh, you can see a little bit of a spot that's worn a bit more. It's a little cleaner. This is probably the passage of feet. Uh, that whips around to the left. It looks like the right fork of this passage uh, is almost entirely unused, at least not recently. She must have gone to the left. We're, we're, we're going left, John. You want to step in? You want to go in that little hallway? I'm not yeah. going now in that You're really, insane. Now that there's light in the room, I'll step in. All right. And uh, I'll just move into the room and take up a position behind, or between the, uh, I guess these <clears> grave... <throat> The tables. tables. Wooden tables. tables. Okay. Well, the two that do not have a mosquito-covered body on top of yeah. them, which is the, the further yeah. one. Yeah, just getting in there, kind of crouching down, sentry duty, yeah, joining Darryl, the front line. Darren will move into the room, too, and uh, I'm going to use an action to just kind of, from a safe distance, check out that corpse to see if it matches the description of uh, who we're trying to find. Uh, looking at the... I guess take cover while I'm here. ...body on the table, this just looks like any random vagrant from the streets of Cuervo, so okay. it's certainly not a Shalanti and definitely not the person you're looking for. Uh, last action then, I'm going to listen to see if I can hear any uh, commotion coming at us. Okay, and uh, roll me a perception check. Uh, it's a 19. You hear, you don't understand it. You don't speak under common, I assume. Mm -hmm. But you, you hear, it sounds to be quite teeny and distant just echoing up this passage. Um, that same voice that had called out in whatever language before. Mm -hmm. uh, it sounds like she has gotten quite far away. Okay. Um, but again, you have no idea what it is that she's saying. It sounds like she's gone pretty far off. I don't know if we want to try to hold up here, but it probably would be best if we kept moving before they're able to kind of pincer us. If, I don't know where these tunnels go. They could end up all over us. Uh, well, the, that way is north, and that that way is the the, the footprints. So it's 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 up to you guys. 
Well, yeah, um, might as well chase him. Uh, through that tunnel? I think you're insane. Absolutely. That tunnel is tiny. Only Flobbing can walk through it easily. Yeah. I didn't say it. I'd yeah, be chasing him. Oh, that's fair. I'm Flobbing not going to lie, guys. I'm not feeling the greatest, but I can do what I can. Yeah, you're looking a little like a, a lighter shade of orange. You, you all right? Not really. Man, it's... that thing stabbed you. That's just been like getting stabbed with a knife. I mean, not really. It's more like, you know, when you get stabbed with a big needle and it's not fun and it's a very dirty needle and you feel a little sick afterwards. I, I've never had that experience, but fair enough. Um, I guess, uh, well, I could take a look at it, but it would take me some time. Um, you you able to be on your feet right now, or do you I need? Can, I, I can I can walk. Yes. All right. Um, I, I I think we should not stay here because if she can go rally support, then they can come at us, and we should probably pick a pick a place to check out. Maybe that back one down there on the. You said that's the south wall, right? Southwest, maybe. You got the southwest with the uh, the wicker covered passageway, and then you have the east, uh, which as you come into the room, you can see leads <clears> to a small little set of stairs and appears to open into a more worked corridor um only like 10 feet out from this it looks like whatever these things are they have either moved into or made these shoddy little caverns that are adjoining more traditional burial uh burial chambers hmm. um, you can even see through this passageway that the hall on the far side uh is lined with row after row of yawning skulls set into the wall. You can't see much through the wicker wall on the west. It was unsettling the first time I saw it, but now it's just getting a little old. So the passage that she ran through opens inward. Yes. It has a door that you can close. I will close that door, and then I'll take the nearest table and stand it up on one of the short ends and push it up against the in front of that door. So if they open the door, it's going to knock it over and we'll hear it. It opens the door opens away from us. for them to get out. They have to they knock have, it over. Yeah, they have to move the table. They have to, yeah, because it's it's large enough it would largely occlude the door. Mm -hmm. All right, fair enough. Um, you can do that fairly easily while you are, I assume, giving a medicine check to Bloblin. Or uh, yeah, it sounds like we're taking some time. I'll, I'll do that. Are you are you staying here? Like, or are you trying to get to another room? Oh, just give me a minute. I'll I can deal with him real quick. Well, I'm, I could do it on real real quick too. But I mean, it, well, it might. You got it real quick. Let's do it real quick. Get I, out of I'm, this room. I'm <laughs> confused about the, the, the speed that we're moving at. Uh, it, I too. It's subjective. Um, just then, in that case, uh, we're doing it real quick. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, quickly dip in and scoop out some of that jellied um, analgesic that you've got prepared and smear it on your wound. Ah, battle medicine. Battle medicine. Your medicine check, sir. Assurance, 15. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, you heal for 2d8 and... Uh, Eight. I mean, I'll take it. Thank Aver you. Average. Uh, as you do that, um, oh, uh, wait, that my, my treating, HP is permanently treating lowered, this, isn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, treating this even just very quickly with what you have, his problem is just that a bug sucked his blood and he was bleeding pretty bad. It's like a momentary wooziness again, your blood drawn. I can't give um, him more blood. Yeah, with a, well, with, with a small, it's not a lot. It was like an eight-inch little creature and it hmm. just got a little suck. Uh, so like with... Even like the, the smallest amount of medical attention, uh, it is going to kind of stabilize him. He's going to be okay. You are no longer drained, actually. Um, you literally need to be healed at all. <laughs> and the drain goes away. Oh, that's, oh, let's see that's convenient. Drain. Well, in that yeah. case, like, oh, so that would take you back to full health. So it would take you back to one off, I believe, because he took eight. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, it would, I, would, I would be one off. 
Nice. Oh, oh, well, thank you, Darren. I don't know what's in that jelly, yeah, but it worked out pretty good. Pain goes away if you receive any healing. So that's <laughs> nice. like easy. That's handy. Oh. Nice. Yeah, no, absolutely, Flobbin. All right, so then as we progress, we need to be wary from our, our backside, too. If they went that way, then I come up behind us as well. And That'd if we're not noise. sitting here to fight them. That makes Looking sense. Looking around this chamber, there doesn't seem to be much of interest in here. You can see what looks like a cap that that cabinet on the northeastern side, kind of near this door, uh, opens into a rotted, warped bit. Like the back of this is just destroyed and, mm. and gnarled into almost pustule-like growths of a mixture of the wood of the cabinet and like a whitish kind of papery construction, uh, almost certainly a nest mm -hmm. for these horrible little creatures. Uh, mm -hmm. And there's nothing else in the room that appears to be useful or interesting at all. Still no sign of uh, Gagan. Um, hmm. We're going to ignore the nest. Yeah, We're leave that alone. Leave them to their meal. And you leave the two guys in the body just doing some suck. That's fine. They're not our problem. Not our problem. They're not bothering us. I'm... That's already dead. He's not going to get any dead early. Yeah. I'm right. putting my flame out and just going to... Hey, <laughs> to the southwest. Do actually, one of you two was uh, light magic. Can you actually cast a cast a light magic on me so I can see? Oh, yeah. That's we probably a good idea, actually. Someone? Uh, here. I, I can see anyway. All right, cool. How long is uh, an hour. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so with the light gone from Floblin, John now the only source of light for the party with this magic. Uh, Floblin too. Floblin put his out. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, his is easy. He uh, he did not like getting mobbed for being the warm candle by the things that like warm candles. I don't like well, big bugs. I don't think it's a good idea to only have one light source. Um, Floblin, I mean, I if you would mind, once we're away from the mosquitoes, just put it on me. Oh, that I can do. So he just kind of licks his hand, and you see like a little warm glow. Like appear on his hand. And I'll you catch see, his uh, hand on mine. There we go. That's and you see a fine. little orange slobbery handprint that's it's glowing. Then that's your light source now. That's why I like Auden. Auden is my favorite spellcaster in the group. <laughs> All right. I, I, I feel that's that's pretty easy. Done. All right, then we're going down this passage right here into this strange hallway, and it, it is oh you, the opposite one. Okay. As you turn into it, it is the hallway, right? It's, I thought we were going to the southwest, okay. but I've, I've, John's just going to do his John John's thing going. and walk off John's somewhere. Going. John's is going to walk off. We can off. choose Steps to ignore this, and it is, again, opens into like a 10-foot wide, uh, probably 8-foot high hallway that you can, again, stand straight in. Uh, that it looks behind you like the wall has just been taken down with pick and claw, just like it had from the initial sepulcher. <clears throat> uh, it is surprisingly long, uh, running a far distance, almost doubling back towards that entryway. Uh, 20, 30, 40 feet with these just rows and rows and rows of skulls uh, inset into the walls hmm. uh, mm -hmm. on all sides. Uh, the far end uh, to your right terminates pretty quickly uh, when it looks like it was either unfinished uh, as it is just rough hewn stone at the backside. Um, on the left, to your left, where it goes down at 30, 40 feet, you can see further down it does again fork off. Uh, with two intersecting passages. It is 10 feet wide as well, so I, I don't remember if I mentioned that, so you have a decent amount of space in here, finally. I'll hang back anyway and let Reth get in front of me, so that way if we do get something from behind, our sniper doesn't get jumped by somebody. Um, and at this point, since we're in a wider hallway, I'm going to pull out the scythe again, because they do not like sword and shield. And uh, as you make your way down this passage, uh, I imagine just moving kind of cautiously through this... In a uh, are you going back to scouting? Yeah, I'm going back to scouting. Uh, John up in front, uh, moving forward. Are, are you see Ar seeking? Always. Yeah, Arden and Darren, give me perception checks. 
21. 21. Uh, the two of you would notice, uh, right as John rounds the corner, starts to move into the room, um, a set of skulls near the right of the door move. They would shift a little bit more open. I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> the tiniest bit of a glow coming out from them, and Darren immediately pulls out his gun and shoots it. Oh. Uh, Arden, you would have seen the same thing as uh, as he's going to it shoot at it. Seems like an overreaction, but okay. You would have seen the same thing, but you would also see there was another similar skull lit up much further down the hall to your left. There's just very slightly opened the tiniest little glow. Uh, th th there's another one further down. John, be careful. <laughs> be careful is my middle name. I'm always <laughs> careful. <laughs> I thought it was Famous the entire hallway <laughs> engulfed in flames. Famous last words. Um, so hey, y'all watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my ale. As you all, you didn't have time for the silence to back on. So as you all hear oh, this yeah. rattling gunshot, oh, as boy. I imagine most of you are like Arden's in the doorway. Rhett's probably on and hasn't made his way into the hallway yet. Um, just blasts the wall. <laughs> that skull was looking at me funny. Make me an attack roll, I guess. <laughs> That's appropriate. Uh, will a 12 hit the wall? 12 will definitely hit the wall. Woo! You, like, panic and shoot immediately, and you, like, as the smoke clears here, see your bullet just shattered through a skull, like, two down from the one that you were aiming at here. And John's still just looking, making his way. Uh, and you would see the one in front of you snap open and light up green. And that, I need everybody to, again, roll me some initiative. Be because green means go. Green <laughs> do mean go. Now John's ready. Yeah, now you're ready. Now I'm ready. That was that gunshot, man. The gunshot. <laughs> I am not ready. I am also not ready. So let's go. Loblin? I am scouting. Yeah, he's scouting again. Oh, you're scouting? Well, it's Why not, not going <laughs> to help too much because that's a... Uh, Total of 13. 13, John? Um, will a 27 work? 27 is great. 27 is fantastic. And the seven. Uh, Darren? I'm still trying to peer at where I shot and seeing it didn't work out well. I'm down to a 16. Rep? 20. 20 and Arden. I'm, I'm also at a 16. You can go first. Okay. So we're like in here. Um, so this lit up green <clears throat> skull in the wall. It's a 27 also. Jeez. This is good. This is fine. That's fine. That's fine. This is um, fine. And as it lights up, you hear kind of almost like a wet hiss. And you see in its mouth uh, some sort of a thick liquid start to kind of bubble out around the lower jaw, but it doesn't really run. It just kind of masses and then shoots out of the skull's mouth near the hall towards you. I found the trap, guys. I did find the trap. This is what I'm here for. It's a good thing you put the shield away. Yep. Um, but it's only going to get a uh, 13 to shoot at you. 
Literally, I'm not even a foot into the hallway. She was just kind of back up. The <laughs> uh, but then Darren sees the one that he had shot at light up as well and start to mass up this muck. And that was the reaction at the start of initiative. Now it gets its turn. Um, where it is going Hazards. to blast at John for a natural 20. It is going to blast at Darren for a 28. It is going to blast at Floblin for an 11. <laughs> I just find it. it. So wait, so not just just me in the back. Hmm. Okay. Natural twenty. Yeah. Twenty-eight to hit. Eleven to hit. Got it. Yeah, it's like shooting individual bolts. Okay. It's not like a wave that's filling the hall. Okay, so it does only hit the three of us, yeah, even though I'm further away. Okay, I got you. Got three shots. Um, twenty-eight. I assume hits and does not crit. Uh, correct. Um. So we'll start with Darren, because you didn't get crit. Darren, you were going to take six points of acid damage, and you feel it kind of hit and burn a little. Uh, but after, normally you get smacked, and the feeling kind of starts to subside. It does not. It does not subside. If anything, it feels like it's burning worse, uh, as it is soaked into your armor and your chest, and you are taking some persistent acid damage. Um, John... You take 14 and are also taking persistent acid damage. Uh, and as these begin to fire, uh, just sort of repeatedly loosing these bolts down the hall, you see two more skulls twist and extend out from the wall. Um, their spines draping from the backside just continuing to extend, almost serpentine. Uh, and the skulls open up with massive mandibles, uh, the bottom jaw detaching on two halves, almost like a snake, as these two things slither oh, down into the room. Huh. And they get a 19 for initiative. That is one below me. Yep, so they are here, which means it is turn of John. All right, someone breaks the traps. I don't like those. Quick gotta, question. I'm going to break these bones. No. You got a thing? <clears throat> tokens? Oh, I have. Uh, I don't have actual tokens for these, so I have generally weird snake-like things. Um, that's bestiary three. I don't have the bestiary three puns. Shame. Mm. Um, One of them comes out near the back, just uh, just behind Darren. One of them coming out almost immediately in front of John. One's a say. One's a say sentient. Um, I'm gonna try to actually before I even swing at the one in front of him. I'm gonna try to feign it. Okay. As, as I'm bringing in the scythe in one direction, it's going to try to quickly adjust my grip to actually, instead of swiping, it's going to pull down and shove up. So we're going to try to feign. Um, I rolled natural one to feign. But 10 yeah, total. it does not seem to react to your preparation at all. Nope. Cool. Mindless. Sweet. I'm going to swing. Just swing. Just a regular swing. I like to imagine that nat one feints would have been a nat 20 attack. Because it didn't react to you doing a thing. So you would have just bashed it. Yeah. <laughs> Always go for the swing. Always go. Always for go for the swing. swing. Um, so swinging for a ten on the die, so a twenty-three. Twenty-three will hit. Twenty-three will hit. I like hits for a total of 12, 15 slashing damage. Um. God, I don't like where are, where are these traps located at in the room? Um, there's one 
near Darren to the right of the door you came in, like 10 feet down, and one like 10 feet down from the far end of the chamber. Okay. Um, so they're almost the extreme ends of the hall. Extreme ends of the as hall. As they're firing. And, and there, I guess, would be a third one at the very far end on the left side past this, like, intersection near at the end. Um, okay. So that's two actions. I'm just gonna... No, I'm not gonna leave the... I'm not gonna... I'm just gonna swing again. I'm overthinking this. Whappity. Yeah, just whappity. Fighter thing. I'm a John, fighter. John, John. It doesn't seem to be resistant at all to your slashing damage, though, but it, is, it seems Actually, like a purely skeletal creature. It's so long and serpentine that you can slash pretty effectively. Hmm. I'm gonna try to brutish shove it. Okay. That's a one action. I have to... It's a flourish, so I have to have a multiple attack okay. to it, so... Um... I, I don't hit. Um, it is flat-footed to me for the rest of my turn, but... That's what I get on a failure, yeah. They try to push it back, but this thing is weird and serpentine and surprisingly heavy for being just bone. It doesn't really go anywhere. That's you just almost kind of get tangled really... up with these like centipede like rib legs. I don't know how to fight this. You don't. Rest. Yeah. Hmm. Well, your scythe ain't looking too effective. Let's see what a bullet does to him. I'm going to shoot the one uh, straight across from me that I have good uh, line of sight to. Okay. It's definitely got uh, like other. It's got less cover than the one down the hall from me. That's fair. For a 17. Uh, 17 will not hit. You will see the bullet shoot yes. right through the general mass, but it's so thin and spindly that you just that just doesn't hit anything. Hmm. It's basically just spines and ribs animated. Well, covered reload. And, uh... That'll be it. I'll just take two actions. Shoot, I'll, I'll hunker down. <laughs> Shoot a trap. This uh, creature that's come out in front of John as it's struck is going to immediately attempt to bite back this kind of separated lower jaw, though still looking humanoid. Uh, each half of it as it comes apart, kind of ending <clears throat> in a sharpened blade-like point as it snaps up towards you. It's got that. It's got that predator. That predator mouth. It's got the predator mouth. For <laughs> yeah. Um. I've held on to this for literally the entire game. This you is don't his want to moment. Use, you don't want to use I'm it. Put my two Why not? I've held um, it for the entirety of Curse the Crimson Throne. I'm gonna reroll this hit. I held on to Rampage forever, nice. and I got extreme value out of it. Maybe someday it would have come around, but. Took too long. Twenty-four to hit you. Twenty-four does hit. John's just trying to figure out how to fight this thing. You leave himself wide open. How to fight? Like how to even defend yourself against yeah. it? Is it just sort of slashes up towards you in a twisting motion? Uh, but it's gonna catch with these jaws, uh, punching into your armor pretty effectively for eleven <clears throat> points of piercing damage. Um, and I need you to make me a fortitude save. What's better than skeletons? Poisonous skeletons. Hmm. Um. Well, so a. <laughs> Will a 29 pass that? Uh, 29 will pass, yeah. 29 okay. is close. Just barely. <laughs> Just barely. <laughs> we got there, though. Well, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, and you feel as it clenches into you, uh, your muscles kind of like twitch and spasm and lock up a little, but you, uh, you force through it. It's only a brief moment. Do me a favor, guys. Don't get bit. That, that, Second bite, not going to hit. That, that looks bite. like what happens when my, my mom comes into the room. The face when fishing for a 20 is a 20. Um, hey, I just did that too. It is going to be an 18 total, so it's probably just a regular hit. It's a regular hit. It's a hit. regular hit, because yeah, it's a negative 2 to hit on its minus 10. Uh, but it is going to get a second stab 
Uh, only for five points of crit damage that time. Here's the thing that hardly ever comes up when you get the crit with natural 20 and it's a regular hit because it still failed the DC, so it just goes up to a regular success. Uh, the one in the back of the room as it comes out is kind of next to Darren here, but it does not immediately swing at you. It uh, kind of swoops its head towards uh, <clears throat> towards you, sort of circular, but with a decent fur, a couple feet out from you, mm -hmm. and just kind of spirals. Almost not really like a snake coiling, because it's extending up off of the ground, like an elongated bone slinky. Um, huh. And it's kind of weaving and spiraling, undulating in a very strange way. Uh, and it twists its body, so these rib-like legs on one side are clattering against the ones on the coil below as it twirls in an odd, rhythmic, chittering fashion. I need everybody to make me a will save. I'm good at these. 23. Eh, it had to happen. You are flat-footed on 23, Arden? Uh, to 28. You are fine. You are absolutely unfazed. Darren? 12. Uh, with a 12? You explode. <clears throat> you are stunned one, as you are just sort of hugely distracted by this. Like That's it's, like, it's like, it's gonna bite me? Is it gonna bite yeah, me? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's unnerving enough <laughs> that it breaks your focus. Okay. Uh, you're stunned one, uh, John. 13. Is he also flat-footed? Also stunned one and flat-footed. Flat okay, because I was going to say, I'll trade. is like a part of stunned one, I think. And I will one. absolutely trade stunned one for flat-footed. 21, you are just flat-footed. <laughs> okay. Um, as its entire turn, kind of spiraling around here, Darren. All right, so... Um, stunned doesn't make me flat-footed, interestingly enough. But you are also flat-footed. Oh, fair enough. Um, fair enough. It does say that, but I just kind of, I thought that was included. Okay. Um, so, uh, like, you kind of, like, get ready, get ready for a hit, then it, the hit just not going to come, and it's like... All right, well, uh, that skull over there zapped me. I don't like that. So, um, I'm going to stride over to the skull. Um, you can step over to the skull. It's only, like, a, one over. Oh, it's there. only one over? Okay, perfect. So, I'll step over to the skull, and I'm going to try to disable device. I imagine Thieves' Tools would be involved, but for Flourish's sake, I imagine he'll pull his dagger and just strike up to try to jam the jaw closed to block the acid coming out of it. Deeper check. Goodbye, table cam. Never forget you. Same enough. <laughs> uh, oh, 28. Woo. Uh, 28 absolutely succeeds. Um, and you would jam up one. Uh, it would jam up the mouth there, uh, mm. slamming your dagger in there and shoving it back so that you kind of force this blob of goo within it to disperse, almost popping it like a little bubble. A small little spray, uh, but the light in the skull goes out. Nice. Wonderful. Can you fix it? Unplug and plug back in, then. That's um, um, That's my two actions. Alright, you're stunned. That was it. Uh, Arden. Uh, oh, my acid. Persistent damage. Yep. Uh, persistent damage. Uh, my acid is still aciding. Yeah, for me as well. But burn. Did we get my, to your turn since then? Yeah, oh, we did get I went right after, but my acid is... I rolled an 18 on the flat John, check. John, you take two. Um, Darren, you take one. And I rolled an 18 on my flat check. Okay, so you're no longer burning. Uh, Arden. Uh, Arden will, will see the big bone thing, and... Uh, oh, oh, I, 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 I don't... I, I don't like that. Uh, stones, stones, uh, help me! Ferris Malachite! And uh, uh, he will cast a Crushing Ground. Okay. 
Um, and that thing is going to need to give me a, a reflex save. Is the one in front of John or the one next to the wiggling one? The, the wiggling one. Okay, wiggling the one. Creepy reflex one. save from the wiggling creepy one. They can't see uh, us. They can't see us, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing a wiggle. We need some. Uh, it is going to get a 25 as it twists wow. and jerks up from this surprisingly quickly. These things are quite agile. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, that that's 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 scary. I, I don't like that. Uh, 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 duck. Take cover. Yeah. Take cover. Floblin. <clears throat> oh, this is not fun. Sense. This is not fun. This is not fun. Uh, do what I do best. Duck on and produce flame. And I'm flat-footed, so it's a minus two. Flat-footed doesn't matter for your attacks. Oh right, never mind. It's for when they're attacking me. Never. Which one are you attacking? Uh, I'm gonna attack the one that's going after Darren, and that's going to be. Give me one sec. New character sheet is new. It's just like standing there menacingly. Hitting the one Thirty-three. Is that a natural twenty? There's no other way you got a thirty. Oh no, I'm sorry. Twenty. Twenty-three. My it's like there's, there was a natural I, twenty, and also you somehow became expert proficiency in spells. Twenty-three will hit. My apologies, I misread the wrong. Twenty-three will hit. All right, so that's going to be two d four. Wrong number. Yeah, it, I flip flop the like, spell. That's attack. not right. I flip flop the spell attack with my spell save by accident. So. You good. That is going to be three and one. Three and one. So that's four. I think it, I, I don't remember if it adds my stuff or not. Yeah, if it it's producing, yeah, it does. Okay, so four plus four, that's eight total. Okay. And then uh, for my last action, tech, put up my shield. No. Now with this one skull jammed, there are now only a uh, pair of shots that are firing down the hall here. Uh, one towards John, one towards Floblin. John, it's going to be a 23 to hit you. It hits. 24, rather. Floblin, it's going to be a 19. Uh, Just hits because I'm flat-footed. Mm. Oh, by the power of flat-footed. Mm. John, you were going to take seven points of acid damage. Floblin, you were going to take six points of acid damage, and you are both now taking... My shield. Okay. What's your shield's hardness? At uh, well, it's a... Uh, Should be five? It's five, so I'm taking okay, one. Okay, so you'll take one. You'll take Ooh. one. Point of acid damage. Yeah. Nice. And you're still taking some persistence as this bashes through in a flash of this magic. Mm -hmm. uh, but only two shots as one of the mouths is jammed shut and bringing us to John, who's also stunned one, right? Yeah, I'm also stunned one. And John. Good advice, John. I closed the skull and it didn't shoot me. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Um, can you c close a skull? John is getting very irritated at this thing. He's focused. Uh oh, his blood's up. Blood's up, power attack. Uh -oh, my two uh -oh. actions, just straight power attack. Oh, two boy. actions, and I used them both for one whack. One whack. Maybe. John's not pulling. No, it's a, oh, it's a two plus 13, so 15, uh, yeah, 15 total. 15's not gonna land. No. Um, you are gonna take three more points of acid damage and ref. So, I tried to shoot it. Then it started wiggling even more. Got creepier. What in the hell is that thing? Shooting it again. I don't like it. <laughs> Gun. Gun solves all problems. Not Gun solves all problems. <laughs> Gun solves all problems. Solid hit. All right. All right. And as you, you shoot, this one is undulating all strange-like. And you hit it so hard that the Juju 299 gives me a card here. Two card? Squeeze Whoa. Points, but wait, there's more. Oh my Two God. Two of card. 
I have. Ooh, this might be relevant immediately. Last ounce of strength. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. That's a good roll. Whoa! That is almost max on d12s. So I rolled a 12 and an 8 on the dice that multiply, and then a 12 on the fatal. Jeez. It took 60 damage. Yeah, it explodes. (laughs) Gun solves problem. You shoot the wiggling one, and it just blows up. Ribs flying down the hallway as it completely collapses in a little pile on the ground. Man, I cannot wait to shoot something and see that happen. Sorry, sorry, it took 56. Still dead. Yeah, still super dead. <laughs> well, well, you got two actions. That was one action. Yeah, that solves that problem. <laughs> I'm just going to reload my gun. Do all gun, are all good guns like and, that uh, one? No, this one, Bets is kind of special. As I peek around the corner, you know, I don't like this. Bang. <laughs> why is there more? Why are why are we here? What is happening? I, I feel like that's, that's more the question I've been asking. I could go over the mission again. I Fifteen. No. Fifteen is not going to hit. No. I had a um, brain fart. Couldn't do my basic the one math. Remaining wiggler here wiggler. Uh, is going to attempt to take one more bite out towards John. Hasn't been terribly successful so far, but you're flat-footed now. So I'm so flat-footed. Flat-footed and you're acidified. Remember what I have? He's, I don't want to use it for re-roll this. Uh, 19. Do it. 19 hit, because I'm flat-footed. 19 hits, See, this is what you get for putting the shield away. Mm. I don't want the shields. You're going to take 10 points of piercing damage and make me a fortitude save. Oh, wait, no, you critically succeeded, so you don't have to make me a fortitude save. Um, you are immune to at this point. Um, John is not looking good for those of us with any ounce of care. And then with that good snap there, it is just going to... I was going to have it move, but it's completely mindless. It's just going to keep tearing at John. This thing has no brain. It has no more. No compass. brain, only bite. Oh, yeah, it's an empty skull cavity. Brains 13. over bones. 13 does not hit. John is just, he has it. He's <clears throat> rustling it now. I'm going to grab it. <laughs> hey, when this thing moves, does it skull? 16. 16 no. with a minus 10. 16 not going to land, though. No. Um, and get at it? the end of its turn, you all kind of regain your composure. You get your heads back in the fight. You're no longer flat-footed. All right. Um, Darren. So this thing is, uh, man, John's looking rough. Uh, All right, first things first, bone snake. Uh, Running reload, I'm gonna stride and reload my gun as I go. Wait, you can take this not a gunslinger? Mm -hmm. Ranger. Ranger. It's a ranger feet. Ranger! Ranger feet. Yep. Nice. Man, you're ready for this, fair enough. So I'm going to uh, stride down the hallway as I quickly reload the gun and swing around to the opposite side of the snake, flanking it with uh, John. (laughs) Mindless Snake does not have attack opportunity, so... I hope so. You get to the back side here and prepare yourself for... Uh, hunt prey and swing at it. Savagery. All right. That's a 10 on the dice. So that's going to be a 20. 20's going to hit. 20 will hit flat-footed. All righty. That's okay. That's a... Uh, 18. Uh, 21 points of slashing damage. Okay. A solid hit. And between that and John's strike, you've put, taken two pretty massive hits into this thing. But not enough to break through the spine that's keeping it going. Not enough to bring it down. And I'm still on acidy. Still on acidy. You take three. Okay. Arden. Granulite adamantum! 
he'll say, uh, targeting the bone thing, and uh, rocks will jumble around him and go flinging at him, trying to knock pieces of the bone off. Uh, that's Scatter Scree. He's going to need to make me a reflex save. Everyone's favorite. 20. Uh, that will regular succeed, so he will still take some damage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's better to scatter damage. Scatter have dice? I thought scatter was like a days thing. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. It, it does, it, it has I'm dice. I'm thinking something else. It's cantrip. It's a cantrip. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a just modifier thing. Someone had it in the last Extinction Curse campaign, but I think it only got cast literally once. I think it does, its thing is it does like difficult terrain. Yeah, it makes uh, it square difficult terrain. Two, four, eight. Uh, so it will take uh, four points of uh, bl- bludgeoning damage. Already halved. That was already, that was already halved. Uh, so as you hit it with this, these pile of rocks, it's uh, bludgeoning damage, yeah? It, it is. Um, you see these rocks very effectively crack through the thin spindly bones of this thing, uh, breaking it away with much more efficiency than you would expect. Almost doubling uh, four damage. Hmm. Trigger weakness is trigger weakness. Hey, hey, hey good guys, Wait, hit, hit it with rocks. I, 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 told you ro- I told you rocks were the answer. Uh, ding. Disregard, Boblin. Uh, right, so, oh, John's not looking too good whatsoever. I feel fine, I feel great. This is amazing. I mean, you got a- Oh, got, he says he's fine. You, you this... got a few burns on you that weren't from fire, and that's concerning. So the acid. Um, people. I'm gonna do well. To be fair, I know we don't like each other very much, but I'm gonna do the reasonable thing and do much. But before I cast much, I have this wonderful new card. Well, not new, but I've been holding on to it for a while. Stroke the magical flame. I'm going to immediately heighten the spell I'm casting. I'm gonna cast a stroke the magical flame on screen. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> if only they saw my face. <laughs> it's, it, yep, I basically heighten it for free. Plus one level. Yep. Plus one level. So spell here. two action heal. You see a very very bright white flame, and he just gently throws it towards you, and you feel all your wounds just. So it's going to be two D eight Super plus twenty four. Huh? Yeah, Should be it's a third, are you casting it at second level plus one? Or is it? No, no, it can't one. go higher than what I oh, can oh, cast. So, so I'm doing the level one. Level I'm doing a level one, but I'm basically still getting the oh, free yeah, level yeah, two. Fair so it's a 2D, it's eight, a 2D8 plus 16. Yep. Which is a uh, 30. Fat numbers. Beautiful. Fat numbers, baby. So, Thank you. Welcome back to full health. <laughs> no. no. How you feeling? Welcome back to close to full health. A little bit over half. Very good. How much health do you have? 64. I'm so he's, proud he's of him. He's a fighter, dude. I'm so proud of him. Look at this man surviving. I took a whole one action left, Loblin. Uh, when in doubt, touch shield again. You can't. You oh, you wait, can't, that's right. Yeah. yeah, my shield's gone. I can't do it again. Okay. Goes to cast it. Oh, what? Crap. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Well, uh, in that case, I'm going to scuttle around the corner because I don't want to play with that right now. So I'm Sneak just... back behind Arden. Sneak back behind Arden. And you take four <clears> points of acid damage. And roll me your flat check to see if that wears off. Alrighty. Let's hope it's a fat check. Well, the that was an eight on the die. So nope. at the back of the room uh, will now spit towards Darren. Yeah. For a twenty-two. Just hits. And John for a twenty-one. Just hits. 
I rolled one lower on the second. I don't have to tell you that the number was one. Clearly. I have a I have a like a trap magnet on me, so I just always get hit. It's probably Darren, the metal breastplate. It's the metal breastplate. Darren, you take five points of acid damage, and John, you take eight points of acid damage. Uh, and your boat's still bubbling. <laughs> John, your turn. All right, this is stupid. I'm going to go down to the trap at the very far end of the thing. The, it's not dead yet. You got this. I'm <laughs> going to try to smash this trap. Okay. Maybe the attack roll. So frustrated. No, I'm gonna. I want to power attack this trap. This trap is horrible, and I hate it. <laughs> this trap is horrible, and I hate it. Hit the wall. 18. Not an attack roll, no. No. You can try it again. You got an action left. No Move, power, power attack. attack. Probably power attack. Yeah. Uh, I just literally just angrily. You got a scythe. This is like the least effective. <laughs> yes, it is. To batter a wall down with. Intelligence 10. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you can't so, just say intelligence 10. Wait, so I don't know what else to do. Actually, I can. Intelligence 10. Let's see? Look, I did it. 12. Wait, so y'all want me to shoot the, the glow skeleton, not the wiggler skeleton? Wiggle skeleton, please. <clears throat> glow no, skeleton, I, I, please. I, I got that. Well, I'll try for both. No, I, I got the wiggles. That, that came out I'm wrong. I'm going to aim for the, the one in the wall. Okay. Glowing. That is the trap. Give me a shot. 19 nope. on the die. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, 32. Bullet shatters into the one uh, across the hall from John here. As you see, the, the front of the skull just get blasted off, and probably the next like two skulls down the line, two from the angle, and the green light goes out there, leaving just the one that you're at still bubbling and firing. Thank you. Well, there's still one more, and you just hear chink. D -d Down, everyone. That's the Boom. Literally right in front of. Um... So that'll be a 19. That one will uh, hit the right area, but not the right skull. And then our... It's hard past all the, the things happening. Wiggling skeletal demon thing. Um, Darren's thrown a good hit at it. It's gotten hit by a bunch of weird little rocks. Um... It's just going to turn around and start biting at Darren. Yes, it will. Intelligence, um, not the um, strong suit of the mindless snake of Majig. 23. Uh, hit. Heard you like acid both in and out of your You're body. You're going to take eight points of piercing oh, damage, and then I need that fort save. Fortitude save is trash. That's a 12. <clears throat> uh, and as it bites into you... You said eight? Eight, yeah. You see, you've seen it bite through John a few times, um, but now you feel, as it kind of slashes up into your side... Uh, your muscles twitch and spasm and then ah! seize. And right Why didn't you shoot the... Right as that sound comes out, you see Darren just freeze and lock. You are paralyzed. He got bit at me. Yeah, a little bit. I didn't tell you not to get bit. This is like the second thing out of my mouth. Never helping you again. <laughs> <laughs> so you are paralyzed now oh, as it just Lord. continues to attempt to bite into Darren. Uh, the good news in second edition is defensively that's just flat-footed. Yep. Um, so it's just a minus two. Hmm. It used to make your AC like five <laughs> edition. I think it literally just set your AC to five in first edition. But then we'd also Probably put your dex to zero. So now you're at, you lose your dex bonus and, and you go down to minus five. It was the bad times for everyone involved, really. Um, second, Bido, 21. Uh, hit. 
Seven more points of piercing damage. There's okay. Bido. It poisons you no two more times. Way, that one hits. 13. Yeah, yeah, that, that one. That one, the armor helps. <laughs> it's hitting onto the, the steel of your, uh, what, your scale mail? Scale, yeah. That's fighting. Um, and Darren, maybe I will save. I'm just going to seethe quietly. Do you have any mental actions you can take? Uh, seething. Seething, quiet, fair seething right. quietly. Seething quietly. Seething and coping. Uh huh. You hunt prey? Is that a mental action? You can hunt it is, prey. It is concentrate, actually. I'll hunt prey, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Darren's distracted the big snake thing. I'm gonna go hit the skull. What's your will say? Hey, you! I have 14. Wrath, <laughs> shoot the skull! <laughs> I don't like the architecture. He is, uh, John is, or Darren's completely paralyzed. You see this, uh, snake skeleton just savaging him with these jaws, just punching and ripping into him as he just sits there motionless. Oh boy, this this is not good. Uh, I'm gonna move up between the thing and Darren. There's not a square that's between the thing and Darren. Just Darren walk Darren. up and hug it. I'm gonna walk up so that hopefully it will want to hit me instead. Hey, I'm moving. Bite me. <laughs> hit me! <laughs> and, and, and then he will go, Still uh, take this! Sedimentus Magnum! And uh, he'll throw another scatter scree at it, since that seemed to work so well the first time. 19. Uh, that's going to fail. Hey, full damage. There we go. And because it failed. Oh, you know what you can do on your turn, Darren. You can take three more points of acid. Hey, and yeah. I can roll to see if that stops. Same. It doesn't. You Did I forget you last turn? Mm -hmm. No. Four. And that'll be seven points of damage. So as these rocks hit into this, it's like clamped and burrowed into Darren's scale mill. <clears throat> this little tiny bits of rubble from around the hall smash through the thing's spindly body, uh, snapping the spine apart two different places and leaving the head just sort of hanging off of Darren's scale mill, just dangling towards the ground. One fang still embedded that's, that's, that's in him. That's really disturbing. But it's dead. But it is dead. Loblin. I kind of slowly creep back around the corner to see, because I hear the bones falling, so I assume it's hopefully dead. So I'm going to take a little Doesn't peek. appear to be dead. Oh, you wonderful. You can see John in a green skull. It's like a mining pick with his scythe, which is surely terrible for the blade. Uh, it's magic now. Darren, how are you looking? Paralyzed. He's <laughs> looking very paralyzed, motionless, hard to tell. Uh, well, I have a I have a giant jawbone buried in my from the wound the, from the jaw that's still embedded into his side. Uh, I'm looking in rough shape. Uh, why do I have to always help the kid? <laughs> Match heightened heal once again, and it's my signature spell, so I can definitely cast it for Yay. second level spell <clears throat> slot going out here. Uh, two action heal, so two d eight plus sixteen for Mister Darren. That is going to be. Uh, 8 plus 16 is uh, 24. I'll take it. Thank you. And I think you'll stop bleeding, hopefully. Yeah, and you'll find out. <laughs> That's a funny thought. Uh, speaking of bleeding, Flavlin, you take one acid damage. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 16 on my flat check. I can't see what that is. That is a three. Good news. John, you stop taking resistant acid damage. Hit me. Bad news. Hit me, you John, stupid trap. You directly in front of it. It's yes. hitting you. Hits me. 24, 25. It, it hits. You are taking it, it follows instructions. <laughs> I'll stop working. 
Seven. There this has been the most consistent 2d6 I think I've ever rolled. I rolled seven or six almost every single damage roll for this trap. Seven points of acid damage, and you are sizzling again. I mean, that's better than consistently rolling boxcars. That's fair. Now it is your turn, John. Hit it back. I hit it back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to turn the scythe around and use the part where the, the blade is into the, just bludgeoning it. Top of the half. Yeah. Batter at it. First hit, natural one. The balance is turns off. Turns out that's not what scythes are for. in my eyes. <laughs> it, it turns out I'm, I'm being very creative with my use of weaponry here. Second hit, um, the 13 plus 13 minus five, 21. 21 will hit it and smash the final ah, of the glowing skulls here. As with that... And I hit it again. Just for good measure. But with that, the sounds in the hallway finally fall silent, leaving just the group of you... On acid. ...sizzling, and uh, Darren still locked up. Uh, so at the end of your turn, John, you would take two more acid damage. All right. I, it's, I'm still on acid. What are you guys doing? There's still two of you. Dar uh, John and Flobbin are still clearly sizzling, and Darren is still completely frozen. Well, I'm um, going to go over to, well, I guess Floblin's right here sizzling, and I'm just going to get my water skin out and start. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Make me a pledge. <laughs> I'm going to this, like, start just take nine. off quickly. Try to take off the breastplate. Okay. I think you can take breastplates off quickly. I mean, Scraps. you could start peeling stuff off. For yeah. sure. I mean, that's the thing that you can just start pulling off yeah, like cloaks and belts. Whatever and has the most soaked. acid on it. Make me a flat check. For a 13. You're good. Yeah. Uh, you get enough of it off that it doesn't bite through you any further. Floblin, what are you doing? Uh, You're getting water dumped on you. I'm, I'm not happy about that at all. Uh, you literally just see a big thing of steam coming off, and then I just get, I'm like, I'm like okay. Burn through the paint. I just l purposely raise my body temperature just to like, just <laughs> burn, burn it off. off. Flat check. If I can get it into the tray. There's not a rule about having the tray closer to you. That is allowed. Yeah, true. That was a six. That was not going to happen. Four more points of acid damage. <clears throat> awesome. I, I feel this This isn't going well. Can I try to we'll just, shake off my paralysis will save, again? Darren? Uh, 19? You, uh, with that, you would force through it. You would force through and gonna, start to uh, your body again. I'm going to help Darren to his Can feet. I scrape that acid off of me I, and just try to... Are, are you okay, Darren? No, I'm not okay. I don't think any of us are okay. I ah! went up to help, and then you all just left me to this thing. I didn't leave you. I was. I stood between, between you and it. I Seeing as the acid is still going on Floblin, I'm going to attempt to pour more water on that. that. No, not again. <laughs> Stop it. This is literally birds with 17. With 17, you would dump enough water in the steam cycling <laughs> off of his body that it would get enough of the acid. Floblin is no in fetal position on the floor. It's heavy I stopped the acid from burning you. But the water hurts even more. Well, it's not killing you. It feels like it is. Do you not see? Hello, I made a fire. The acid was burning you alive. I'd rather have that. you alive. Stupid. Do, do, do you need a little, a little I'm good. help? No, I'm he's, good. I'm good. I'm fine. Soak. Let him be mad. Shut up, John. You're a jerk. <laughs> Was it there to get shot by the acid trap even more? D d does anybody need help? Between me getting almost eaten uh, and I'm, you I'm, taking I'm, a little bit of extra prickliness, I think I know what I care about. They seem really upset. I'm not well, rathless, so they look I'm like treating wounds inside. myself. As you sit down and do that, Rath and Floblin in the passageway 
You hear the creak of hinges as the stone door to the small tunnel uh, opens. Oh, I'm and gonna then you hear call it out behind us. Move right over. <laughs> I'm looking at it. As you look around the corner, you would see a tiny little figure uh, with much flatter, kind of almost like batted down to his head like it was wet, <clears throat> grimy white hair. Look around the table with a kind of scar up on his lip that pulls him into a constant, like, confused little sneer. He ducks behind the table as you point the gun at him. Just pointing it. You see at least a couple more figures in that passageway with him. They're at the door. Arden, can you talk to him? Uh, What what did he say? And you hear... And the table goes... You've got to run over to it and boot it. They're behind the door trying yeah, to push. Behind the door, they're trying to get in. All talk right. to them. Uh, I think we're all. In under common. What, what, what are you doing? Why why do you want to hurt us? What, what, what are we doing? You are two intruders. We kill. Give bodies for Vrieg. But, 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 but we, we, why do you want our bodies? It seems impolite. <laughs> they, they push the. Maybe an athletics check there. After Breath. that, I'm going <laughs> to. He's like, I'm not coming. <laughs> Does this trap reactivate? So that be is funny. A More skulls. Fourteen. Oh, with a fourteen. What is your strength mod? Don't idiot? worry. I'm gonna help you bar this door. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want to help. With a fourteen, oh. you're holding it, but just barely. Um, I'm not they, trained in athletics. They're, they're not either. <laughs> <laughs> I see Reth give a little bit. I just walk over and I put my whole weight into it too. Just all right, Zen. What, what? You, uh, you hear a deeper voice. Uh, you would understand it. Undercommon already got away. Let me move it. Uh, the, 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 there's to, a bigger thing behind it. Back? Bigger thing behind it. All right, I'm gonna Get crouch you. down and shoot through it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that a step back, all right? Give me your concealment check, because you're just blind shooting through this 16. flimsy wooden table, and then give me a hit roll. Please be a 20. <laughs> no, 10, 23. 23 will hit. Please. So, nine damage. Okay. As the bullet rips through the table, as you see a third of these figures um, with a little crossbow in its hand um, put, put its shoulder down and just much more easily slamming this thing out of the way this guy's got a squat bulbous face his ears so far down they're almost coming out of his necks or his neck his hair just a bunch of almost pasta like gross matted strands sticking almost straight up from his blue scalp as it reveals three of these little craps in the tunnel. Uh, the one who you'd seen run off in the front yelp as she takes a bullet. I'm gonna need initiative again, my friends. Yeah. Better. <laughs> there it is. That's about right. That's about right. The 17. I can roll some hot initiative today. Alright, Floblin. 22. John. 29. John is tired. I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> Darren, you want to be on the table? 
Uh, you can put me there. That's fine. I'm a 13. <laughs> I'll put you over It's about right. Um, ref. <laughs> I got a 22. You can go first. Okay. okay. And Arden. Uh, 30. Okie dokie. I need... This one on the front, or did he and just? I guess the girls in the front. I would. Be well, I guess here. he would have pushed the way in the front. Actually, and you I would be. The front now. She got hit as he came forward. I yeah. thought all the boys got the girl right in the back. in front of the door. Yep. So the women, nineteen. And the it's just like I hear too many things happening. Nope. Guy <laughs> is busy kicking the table. He gets an eight. So Arden, you are first here as he batters his table out of the way, uh, pinned right in front of John and Rhett. I, uh, I'm going to, uh, so can I see through the door in all three of them? You can probably see them all kind of huddled around the tunnel. Anyone but the guy in front's gonna have cover, but you can see them all. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna step in between uh, Rhett and John. Not a space there. There's no space. Oh, there's no space. Yeah, there. We're standing there. Side, by side. Side, side by side. Got it. Uh, and uh, he'll yell out an undercommon. Is there any chance of, of us calling it, you know, peace or anything before like we we kill you? Yeah, it'll be good peace. Rolf will love these bodies. Uh, okay, maybe not. Many pieces. Okay, uh, maybe not. Uh, 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 incontumbalorum. And uh, I'll throw a scatter scree, and uh, some bones will come out and try to crush the one up front. Give me a reflex save. 26. Ooh. I guess that does matter, because that now makes the doorway uh, difficult terrain. It does make the doorway difficult terrain. Uh, that will uh, succeed, so sh she will take half. Six, ten. Uh, take f five. Okay. With one uh, which I w will use to uh, d duck a little bit more out of the way. Take cover. John. Do you want to actually move or just right there? No, you can just, just right there. Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right, then this is this is going nowhere. John, I'm first action is going to hit this guy in the front. Just a normal strike um, for 21. 21 will hit him. 21 will hit him. As the scythe comes down on him for a total of a 13. Um, and then, as the scythe, he twists the scythe in his grip and he comes back for another swipe, he's going to attempt to trip. So, with a minus five, for a total of a 24 to trip. With a minus five? Holy crap. Yeah, you'll knock him on the ground. Yep. All right, then. Whatever. Um, and then I'm going to use my last action to kind of take my scythe and pin him down with it to make him an easier target for whoever wants to step up and just hit him. Okay. Two. Aid? Aid. Oh, the aid. Fair enough. Yep. Floblin. Well, when in doubt, kill it in fire. Dalkan! Through <laughs> <laughs> the back of the room, shooting over some tables there. He's got ooh, cover, ooh, but he's ooh. also prone, so it's a watch. Uh, so that's a 28. 28 will hit. That's going to be uh, 10 total. 10 fire damage. Uh, shield for my last action. Uh, and then Wrath. Well, I shot through when they couldn't get to me, but now there's nothing really stopping them because the table's got a big hole in it. 
So I think I'm going to back up to behind the table, covered reload, and then blast the uh, the one with the crossbow in the back. Okay. Yeah, the two in the back. The one the furthest back has a small crossbow out. Like, just a weird little rudimentary hand crossbow. The one in the front has that same weapon you've seen her lead with. Yeah. Um, notably, the guy in the ground also has another one of those weapons. But he's like on the ground. a weird arced mm-hmm. bladed club with a rope and a weight on the far end. Yeah. So blasting a shot towards the one in the far back. Well, that will be a three on the die for a 16 total. 16's not going to land it. And uh, she kind of dips back in this tunnel here. Uh, she is going to duck back against the wall and take cover. Um, and then aim out with her crossbow. And she's going to loose a shot right back towards you. Uh, Ref, you guys are in this embattled gunfight across the front lines here. <laughs> We're both hunkered down, just taking You're shots. You're both with greater cover, just punching <laughs> each other. Like... It's a door. <laughs> 31. Not a, not a crit. Not a crit. Greater cover. cover. Yeah. Greater cover's four, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that with was a 19. That was a very high roll. No cover bonus. That would have crit me. Mm-hmm. Okay, good thing you're using cover. Mm-hmm. Um, so this small little crossbow bolt is going to hit you for one point of damage. Um, it is almost shooting like a tiny little... It's like a sewing needle. I'm already making the fortitude save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nat 20. Natural 20. All right. You feel it kind of sting and burn a little bit. You clearly poison their bolts, but it's... Also fairly weak, and it barely like got into you. Small bolt. Uh, you see her pull another bolt out. The She's back actually... there, uh, hunkering in this tunnel, and reload the crossbow. I'll announce to everybody the poison on the crossbow mm. bolt. So. Uh, the one in front of her has this little club thing in her hand. And she's going to pull back and like let it out of her grip a little bit. So she's holding rope and then swing it in a tiny little arc over her hand and over the guy in front of her towards John's ankles. Uh, she is going to make a trip attempt. Yes, she is 10 feet away from you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Trying to steal your ankles. She's an I wonder who she learned that from. She's actually the boss. Natural 20. Okay. Um, that's the best place to get a natural 20 is on the trip uh, instead of whacking you. Uh, but this little club hits on the ground, kind of cracking around your shin as this rope loops around your ankle, pulls you down, you're gonna take two points of bludgeoning damage, and she mm. yanks your leg out from under you and you, sl- you slam down into the floor. And she snapped her shins clean. And then she's going to pull it back and swing it back down again, but this time just aiming this little club thing towards your head. Take cover. Uh, John, the only party member we enjoy seeing get injured. Wait, <laughs> why? Is this legally a ranged attack? It is a ranged attack. You get a plus two to AC because you're prone. That's not in second edition. It is. You don't need to take cover. You're just left Being there. prone gives you a bonus. And you can take cover to get a greater bonus. We looked at this the other day and it was not a thing. It is. We looked through all of my cards because I don't know what prone is. You have to take cover to get you yeah, take hey cover to get greater cover against range attacks. You are flat footed. Um, oh yeah, it's right here. Yeah, it does that's not that's first edition. Yep. Um, so you swings a twenty four. She's <laughs> just these are just belting nineteens and twenties out. Uh, twenty four to hit your flat foot. It hits my flat footed. Okay, and then this is gonna you're gonna see this thing kind of bonk. I'm just... Catching John pretty good for eight points of bludgeoning damage. 
Is it a hook or is it a bludgeoning tool? What's this happening? It is like an art little club thing that looks like it's like sharpened down on one side, but not enough to be like a blade. It's okay. like a banana club kind of. Like, look like a really big cashew. Sort of. <laughs> He's hitting you with a giant cat. You keep changing your description with, of this thing, and it keeps getting weirder in my like head. It's an angry banana. Just, I don't understand. <laughs> it's just gnome things. That's all I it's say. It's just a gnome thing. All right, then. It's basically a club on a freaking rope, is, is what it is. No, um, that's and then totally she's gonna, different. Uh, she has to use her third action of the attack to pull it, uh, to pull it back in, uh, back into her hand. Uh, how's Darren? Oh, geez. That, they have poison over there. That sounds awful. Man, I'm just glad that I'm not over there. Just... He's complaining. Run on that gauze on. Just got to patch up where those bite marks got me. The guy in front um, is going to stand up, which does provoke him, John. You're yeah, I'm you taking got, it. You got minus two. I'm at a minus two, but you know what? John double homicide so, killer. Prone, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a wash. Um, eight plus 13, so it's... 21. 21, minus. yeah. With the minus two, but the wash. As I, as he goes to stand up, just reaction. Just I don't even know how you use a scythe flying on the ground. That's a very hard thing to imagine. It's That's why I'm taking minus two. It just kind of pops over and just like a sippy bird. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it it hits like a sippy bird for eight damage. Fair enough. Just pecks him in the head. Just. But he gets up and you hit him with this, and he kind of stag uh, like staggers a little step back. And just looks down at you, incensed, as you're trying to swing this. Slams his angry banana cashew uh, down against the blade of your scythe to knock out of the way, and just jumps on John. Um, oh, he's in my elements. So this is gonna be a against your fort DC. It is a grapple. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going against the knives use champion here. I'm absolutely gonna reroll this. I will use my two cards. It's worth. It's worth. <laughs> no twos on the die here. Once. And uh, as you're prone already, um, and he stands up, he's not, he's only like three and a half feet tall. He doesn't get a whole lot of height on you prone. This is the opportunity that he's got. And he like full body uh, dives on top of you for a 21. That is exactly full. With your four DC? Yeah, four, four DC 21. And it knocks your blade out of the way with this little thing and then with both hands just slams this little cashew <clears throat> thing down on your throat and this little angry gnome drow thing is just on top of john just strangling him with his weird little bladed club um i feel like i are, should pay for this you are grabbed <laughs> and you take 11 points of bludgeoning damage so i'm gonna go ahead and cash this in um last stand until the start of my next turn any damage that reduced me to zero hit points instead reduces me down to one Ooh. And then there's more to that. I need I need to read the rest of it, but I get um, doomed condition. You're, yeah, you're just doomed one. Yep. That just is, that's it. You have one hit point. You're doomed one. As he is successfully choking the life out of John on the floor here. Um, Arden. <laughs> this is the WWP. Actually, he's got one action. No, that was this dude. That. Uh, look, looks like you could use some help up there. Uh, he'll, he'll walk up uh, beside John now that uh, Reth is out of the way. Beside or diagonal? Beside. Okay. Yeah. Malachitis Infernus! And he'll reach uh, his hands out and fire will form in his hands and cast out of them all the way through the hallway. That's burning hands. <laughs> Perfect burning hands situation. Smoke them the hell out. Okie dokie. So the guy in the front 
who is grabbing, which is flat, but it doesn't affect his reflex save. Uh, guy in the front gets yeah. a 20 even. Okay. Uh, that actually, will... everyone has a different modifier because greater cover applies a reflex too, so I gotta roll them all into that individually. Um, that's a 20. Mm -hmm. The girl behind him that you'd seen initially with the Blood Seekers gets a 19. It's fail. And the one in the back has greater cover. <laughs> What's your DC? Uh, 20. Greater cover girl has plus 16 to reflex right now with Ooh. the greater cover bonus. Give me a one. Um, 26. It's still a not regular fail. Not, not a critical. critical. Yeah, yeah. Take half. Okay. Um, so we are Two halves and a hole. That's the owl. That's the yelp for her getting singed. Honestly, I'm surprised it's two halves and a hole without either <laughs> reflexes. They're, they are... Well, look at the front uh, of the They also all have to give me fortitude saves. Because okay. I'm switching here. element. Because element attunement, yeah. Okie dokie. Two girls definitely fail. Um, guy gets a 26. Uh, then the the two who failed are both fatigued. Okay. It's Sirocco all minus over again. It's all over again. It's minus one AC and you can't make exploration. Yeah. Well, minus, minus one to AC. saves, too. Oh, minus one AC and saves. All right, fair enough. I'm fatigued. I should 36. know. Wow. Ooh, five, Ooh. four, five, six. Minus one AC and saves. Fatigue uh, that's going to be uh, f 15 points of fire damage. Okay, so in the middle... Takes the full 15. The one in the back takes seven. And the guy in the front takes seven. And uh, as you hit him with this right in front of you, this absolutely like incinerates this little guy who's on top of John, just strangling him, uh, burning off like almost the whole side of his face as he's just through like pure hate still going here, barely clinging to life. Um, John. Um. Can you get off me? Oh my god, this is so stupid. Oh, look, at least he's, he's exasperated. <laughs> Why? Ro ro roasty gnomes. Um, John is going to drop, just drop the scythe out of his hand because this is not a situation to be using this. He's gonna power attack the gnome while he's being grappled by the gnome. Just <laughs> punch him. It's just a big old, it's just turned into a wrestling contest. It's just a wrestling contest. Well, he's grappling you and he's not protecting his stomach, so you just start. Uppercutting him in the yeah, gut. Yeah, that would matter if I would roll higher than a five. You just gotta believe. That's a total of a seventeen. Seventeen to his flat-footed fatigue. He should be. He should be. Is fatigued. Fatigue, fatigue is minus one AC. Do they stack? Or is it a fatigue circumstance? Fatigue is status. That hits. Woo! Hey. There you go. It's the power attack. I don't know why I keep looking at cards and I have this GM screen that literally has all of the conditions. Because right the cards are nice. Cards are cool and I like them. For 10 damage. It has literally one health. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good old punch to the head. Oh. It's the one health fight. Whoever <laughs> hits first wins. <laughs> and you catch him. Big old hook. And just... What do you do with him? It's literally just a punch to the head, shove him back in the hall, and I'm going to scoot back. And he should have been dead because I forgot to roll another yep. d6. I, 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 I butt scoot back. Right, Floblin. Giant. Well, it's 44 damage and has 45 yeah. health. Well then, I'm going to go ahead and uh, hop You're onto right, the table. I'm done. I was right. Yeah, so I can get a better uh, visual of the remaining two in the back. And then I'm going to cash in my last card as I start charging up my laser. Shoot through. Yes. Oh, hey, yes. perfect. Nice. You shoot the one in the back? One in the back. Fire, right? Flat-footed. 
and, and she ignores doesn't, she doesn't get covered from the one in front of her she still has greater cover from being in greater cover but she is flat-footed so she gets in mind that she gets that on top of it so she basically has regular cover. Uh, that was a 15 on the die, so that's a total of 27. 27 will definitely hit. I think you go home if 27 doesn't hit. And because I'm level 4... <laughs> Big fire ray. Big fire ray. 4d6. Pew pew. Uh, uh, very low numbers, sad, unfortunately. I, I see sad dice. <sighs> that's 2, 2, a six. 1, and 1. You got your highs, you got Six your lows. Plus two from Burn It. So. Yep, yep, so eight. eight. Eight damage. That makes me sad. <clears throat> points on the board. But it's points on the board. Points on the board. And now you see the smoldering commencing as his curse is being initiated. And Reth behind Flava jumps up in front of you and starts to ignite, emanating smoke and fire. I have a thing specifically for circumstances like this. Okay. And that is a cover gun? fire. Oh. He's using the god in his cover. So. <laughs> Everyone else does. <laughs> I'm used as a lantern. Goblins are covers. objects. When are you going to learn this? I mean, fair. Yeah. So just to make sure that I was reading it right. Uh, essentially, they get to take cover for free if they choose. The closest one. Mm-hmm. She is not... We can take cover. We can take cover. And she will take a minus two to ranged attacks. And I get a plus one to this shot. All right. If she doesn't. She does take cover. Yeah, so this is just, it's a normal shot so for me. So she has regular cover and the one that, well, she would also, she's it, also it an gives her, also Yeah, it gives her greater, but the trade-off is she takes a minus two. If you hit her with your greater cover, I'm going to be pretty impressed. She, she got 20. 12, 25. Did it? Holy, it's exactly 25. He did it well. Wow. <laughs> never say never. Exactly Gunslinger things. Exactly landed it. He actually did it. That is a six and a seven, so a 13, 15 damage. You guys are completely illegal, or like allergic to... You have declared it illegal to put all of your damage into one target. You have 30 on the one of the, on the in front and 24 on the one in the back. And then covered reload, so I maintain my cover bonus. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to shoot again. Uh, they both have greater cover. Yeah, they both got greater so cover. So doesn't matter who. Hunkered in. That is too lower on the roll, so that will definitely be a miss. All right. Well, As uh, the first one sneaks in there, the second one hits the rock and glances Darren off. Darren? Oh, Darren's doing great. I'm not getting shot. I'm not getting strangled. Darren's doing great. Just grumpily bandaging himself. Oh no no! I, I feel like I I heard John getting strangled. I I feel pretty chuffed actually right now. <laughs> um, the one. He's wearing a robe. It's Darren's day off. In the front, is going to take a step forward to the mouth of the cave, uh, stepping out of her cover, uh, before taking cover again, one square further forward in the mouth of the cavern here to still keep the greater cover, and then just swing. This has got John crawling away on the ground, and Arden up here, shooting Giga Fire. Problem. Swing at Giga Fire. Please no more giant fire down the tunnel. Thank you. Minus two, because it's, it's range attacking with the mm -hmm. Oculus. So 20 even. Uh, that is going to miss as Arden swiftly uh, steps back to the side. You have AC 21. AC? All of us do. Most of us. Oh, yeah, we're four yeah. now. I guess yeah. we're 21 yeah. AC is, is the baseline now. Uh, just barely miff, whiffing on that one. Um, Pretty much the only one who... You want to move her up there. And then the one in the back... The crossbow's reloaded. 
She's gonna peek out. She's gonna take a shot up at Floblin as he's standing on the table all big and open and on fire. Reaction, fake out. What does that do? It lets me read it so I can remember if this don't, is... Don't read me the name of the ability from the book. Tell me what you do. Yes, it's a thing that happens on ranged attacks. Allies attacks, sorry. I haven't looked at it in a minute. 27 to hit Floblin. Oh, 29 uh, to hit Floblin. That's a, that's a hit. Yep. Just right up on the table, big and open. Mm-hmm. Well, I couldn't see otherwise. Not a crit, and that's what matters. That's what matters. That's what we're looking for. You're going to take three points of piercing damage and make me a fortitude save. Oh, boy. Three points. I keep forgetting these things. They're hand crossbows. They do D6. The- Nat 20. They're poison delivery systems, and they're not working. I just literally burn it. And she's going to see it hit and burn off. The one in front that you saw here in the first place is like swinging this eggless (laughs) and screaming, and the one in the back... The (laughs) bullet... Disappears down the tunnel. (laughs) Nope. I don't like that. The bolts are too small to actually pierce the flesh. Uh, Arden. Would would you like to to surrender now? Now surrender your parts to Rolf when he returns. Vrig will love this. Oh, oh, okay then. I guess, I guess that's a no. Uh, well, well then I guess get get rocked, and uh, he will uh, once again uh, make the walls uh, spring up around these things, and and rocks will bash into him. It also makes where he's standing difficult terrain. Sixteen. That's gonna Very fail. Uh. So- Uh, he is going to take uh, 11 points of damage. Now the square in front of and the square in just inside the tunnel are both difficult terrain Correct. with bits of scatter screen. I, I am going to uh, move back a little since he seems to be very angry with me. She, Excuse. she. Right. S- sorry, I, I didn't mean to... Call you a he. John. I'm going to stand up. I get knocked down. (laughs) (laughs) This thing is just standing right around the corner, isn't it? Yes, it is. I'm going to step up to the corner where I see it. I'm going to look at it. And she's pretty bloodied at this point. She's got blood running down from her nose and her mouth. One of her eyes bears is swollen closed. And she sees you come back on the corner and looks up. (laughs) Kind of like shrinks back a little bit, bears your teeth. I'm gonna grab her. <laughs> just, you are mine now. Stop. You're leaving. <laughs> I could roll higher than a ten um, for an eighteen. Eighteen is sixteen. Just, just, not trained that works. Uh, well, it's port safe, but still. Yeah, eighteen. <clears throat> just grab her. It's kind of flobbling. Please take care of this. Arden, translate that for me. What? what, what? Tra- translate what? Floblin, killer. I, I, I can't understand you, you know this. Not to be, oh, you're an idiot. Let her know that Floblin is going to burn her. Okay, well. <laughs> why, why would I do that? Floblin, forewarning. I, I already her asked her to already. surrender. <laughs> well, in that case, duck out. Floblin, kill her. That's a 30. That's a crit. Um, mm. it's on fire. What happens, Floblin? Uh, he just 
he's like thinking, oh, this is nothing. He just makes the tiny little fireball just playfully just goes and it like hovers, hover, and then it just like lands on her cloak or on her clothing and just explodes. But the explosion was a little bit uh, more pressurized than he expected and uh, just turns into ash immediately in John's hands. It erupts into flames, consumed. Oh. Oh, uh, I didn't find you, did I? Floblin doesn't know that concentrated fire makes a boom. I was in. I, I asked him to surrender twice. I grab the other one that's knocked out. I walk my way to Darren and throw him at him. Oh, John, you look awful. <sighs> right. Are you standing or are you just sitting on the ground? So I'm done bandaging myself. Darren, do me a favor. Stand up. Uh, when Please. I'm done. Please stand up. Uh, in a minute. Do I need to take care? I'm gonna. Grab Darren by the scruff and stand him up. That sounds like a grab attempt. Yes, it is. Going to be a, if I can roll higher than a 10. 19 on the die. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. What's your, what's your, what is your 4 DC? 4 DC is a 19. I roll a 19. Do you have plus 10 or at least? I have plus 10. You are restrained. He picks you up like you cannot move. Okay. You are, and just slap you. <laughs> you want to act all upset that you got hurt in the last fight and you left all four of us to go fight these three, whatever the hell- Shut up, John! I've had enough of you! You don't leave- I come to help you! Shaking. You act- I come to help you and you leave me to get eaten alive by that stupid snake. I- Screw you! Face that you can take it while I went to deal with the trap I asked someone else to deal with. Break grab. I think that does it. 13. 22. 22. That's first set. Athletics, DC. Athletics, DC. Yeah, you do. Okay. So you pushed him off of you. You're acting like a child, Sable You're Company Marine. You're acting like a freaking child. Don't you dare throw that back at you. You have no freaking professionality at all. I am furious with you. I, you. You left me to die because of glowing skulls in the wall that would shoot little acid at you. I'm, I, you have gone insane. You have no consideration. You never have had consideration. I've put up with it. The entire time I've known you, I've written it off. You just, you weren't trained. You you were just busy. You wanted your ring back. That was why I, you, you just don't care about anyone but yourself. I do care. I put myself between you and them and that stupid trap on the wall. I put myself between you and them and that snake and you stepped up to it. I thought you could handle it. I put my trust in you and then Lo and behold, the snake decided to hit you. Oh, yeah, you the only one it. next to him. The and only one next to him. you blame me? For walking away and leaving me? Yes. Yes, I do. I do. Because for you trusting don't, you? You don't leave your teammates. I didn't leave you. I trusted you to handle it, and you didn't handle it. Such is fate. Guys, guys. I, I, I have a f feeling we're just d dealing with two different schools of, of, of combat training here because you are used to, to fighting in, in kind of like a phalanxy thing as a, as a team. And so you're used to having somebody at, at your side and that's understandable because you know, that's, that's, that's how you were trained. I, I have a feeling you, you were trained to differently. You grew up on a, on a farm and you probably fought independently and you, you were trained to, to scout and to do other things. I, I really don't think either of you meant to, to hurt each other or, or to do anything the, the, the wrong way. I think it's just, you know, different, uh, you know, different, different societies do different things. Like, you know, I, I, I throw rocks at people and talk to them and that just seems weird to other people. But, you know, sometimes you have to understand the rocks before you can understand the person. Well, Alden, if, 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 if I might, just kind of casually walks up. Listen, 
It might not be that simple. It's just, well, as you notice, a majority of us are pretty uh, bloodied up, so I'm going to fix that right now. And he just charges up a three-action heal and heightens it and just patches up everyone with his holy flame of Lebiker. So everybody physically feels better. When you get a, what, 2d8 or a first second? It is, uh, it is, yep, 2d8 for everybody. So as this washes off across both of you, whatever state of injured you're currently in, so that's going to be a total of seven hit points for everybody, which is not a... Yeah, you're at one, so... You, you all get seven health back. It's better than nothing. In the hallway. Oh, it's better than nothing. I mean, I figured everyone could use a little something. Imagine John and Darren. I feel fine. Practically good. There, maybe you need the Inspire Rock now. We've got a job to do here. Is that job leaving your team to fight in another room? To die in another room? While you lick your little wounds? Oh, boy. John, uh, you're pathetic. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to walk to the end of the hallway where there's a door, and I'm going to kick it open. And as you go to boot that one free into whatever still remains in the depths of the dead warrants here, there we will end today's episode of The Hook. We may be able to survive whatever these weird little angry gnome things can throw at us and all these strange reanimated remains that Rolf has had access to down here in this sepulcher, but... Who let the necromancer have free reign of the entire graveyard? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Where was the guard? Guys, welcome to Galarian. We Where also... was the Sable Company? Welcome to Galarian. Sable yeah. Company's canceled. They don't have you heard. Before this? He's been here before this. This is established. Why didn't the police do anything? Why didn't the army do anything? <laughs> Why did the Secret Service do we anything? We only have to survive whatever Rolf has established here with all of these strange little blue-skinned gnome-like minions. Uh, we also have to not kill each other, nor leave <laughs> each other to die. We or... have a 16 year old with a high temper and a gun. <laughs> gun. Who gave Darren a gun? <laughs> a he gun had his sword. own goal. Bought and paid for with my own allowance. <laughs> <laughs> I saved up my allowance money. We're going to die. Gonna no, die. it's going to be great. I'm going to die. It's going to be great. I'm going to die a horrible Don't you worry. Horrible I have three minor elixirs that are just in my pocket. D- d- don't worry. We we have stone diplomacy. Just try really hard God, not I felt to threatened. die to death. I took my first instance of damage in like four or five sessions. It will probably be much... okay. <laughs> Who knows how much could be left with it taken... in here. We haven't seen any sign of Rolf yet, nor any sign of Gherkin. But we have a job to do. And we'll be back next weekend, next Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, to do it. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Rolf sounds German. 93 damage. You got a lot of slaps. You did the fighter thing, which is you go to the front and you get bullied. I got bullied. And you make the fortitude saves. Fighter thing. Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. Enjoy Good the night. next weekend. Hope it was-